everybody, welcome to the Intermission Podcast, the show where two film students discuss classic, iconic, and obscure films from times gone by. We're your hosts, Oscar W. Fitchett. Robbie Tweedale. Merry Christmas, Robbie. Merry Christmas, mate. This is uh, a, few, a few firsts right yeah. now. Uh, for the first time, we're video form on YouTube. So for your Spotify listeners, don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. y- nothing's changed whatsoever. Although it might change because we're currently also in a sound booth. An, an actual sound booth so for the, sound stuff. Not just in <laughs> one of our rooms. Yeah. And also, what that means is... We are live, not live. We are live in the uh, in the Northern School of Art. It's we are. We're at uni. Indeed, we're, um, we're loving it. It's the first time as well with a podcast that we're doing that we're in the same room. Yeah, because we otherwise we do it, usually we do it over Skype. Yeah, we did it. We did the Avatar: Last Airbender. Yeah, commentary in person. But in well, terms of a podcast, as, as in terms of a podcast, this is the first is time the we're doing it. But also, what this is right now is this is. The Christmas special of the Intermission Podcast. Yeah. Um, Doctor Who don't get one, but we do. But we do. We do. Um, and yeah, you know, we we said we were going to do a. No, we explained it in the uh, in the last Airbender commentary, didn't we? How we weren't going to be doing a Spooktober, so I don't need yeah. to get into that yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, but stay tuned for the end of this uh, podcast. Episode because we've got a few little announcements to make just generally. Yeah, because so, I mean it's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a go around, hasn't it? Because of COVID and, it, and uni. Stuff COVID and, and uni don't yeah. get us started on everything that's happened <laughs> yeah, there. It's been a, um, it's been a it's been a weird couple of months, but we're back at it. It has. Once. It has. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. But, also, I want to remind people right now uh, that this is a spoiler discussion podcast. So I'm going to say that right now, yeah. just right about if you haven't. Seeing the film we're about to discuss, leave. Off you go. Come back as well, and then listen to us talk about it. Because Robbie, what we are going to be discussing is the 1946 Christmas classic "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah. The film was directed by Frank Capra and is written by Frank Capra, Albert Hackett, and Francis Goodrich. The film stars none other than James Stewart, Donna Reed, Lionel Barrymore, Thomas Mitchell. Henry Travers, Beulah Bondi, Ward Bond, Frank Phelan, and Gloria Graham. And the plot synopsis of It's a Wonderful Life, according to IMDb, is an angel is sent from heaven to help a desperately frustrated businessman by showing him what life would have been like if he had never existed. That's not the whole film. That's, yeah, that's like the last ten minutes. But also, <laughs> but also, every synopsis of the film reads as that, basically. Why? So, I know, yeah. So... That's, really That's why I uttered spoilers, because yeah. there's, there's no way to get around that. Accolades that the film holds is that it has a 94% on the tomato meter and a 95% on uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. film holds an 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb, making it at number 24 on their top 250 films of all time. On Letterboxd, it has a 4.3 out of 5 stars, making it 94 on their top 250, and the American Film Institute has placed it at number 20 on their top 100 films of all time. The film won one Golden Globe for Best Director for Frank Capra, and it was nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Editing, Best Sound Recording, Best Director for Frank Capra, Best Lead Actor for James Stewart, and Best Picture. So, Robbie, Mm -hmm. this film 
is, as I've just read there, an absolute Christmas classic. As of right now, this is the now seventh time I've seen this film. Yeah. Uh, last night was my sixth time. Today, this morning was my seventh yeah, time. because someone um, was... We'll briefly talk about that in yeah. a second. But I remember when I first watched, I first watched this film on DVD when I was oh, I want to say seventeen. So yeah. I, I wasn't. This wasn't a childhood film for me. This wasn't one of these ones that I grew up with. Yeah. Um. But I remember getting in. It was when I was getting into films, and I was like, oh, what's this? What's this? It's a Wonderful Life. Apparently, it's meant to be the best Christmas film ever. So I thought, right, I'm going to give it a go then. And I remember being not disappointed. Mm. When I first watched it, but I remember thinking to myself, you know what? I mean, it's good, but it's not really a Christmas. That was my thing yeah, at this okay. time. I was yeah, like, it's yeah. not really a Christmas film. Here's me, exp- and obviously I read the plot synopsis. Yeah, yeah. So here's me thinking to myself, oh, so it's like a Christmas Carol, but yeah, not. But but not. It's not that. No. And then the second time I watched this would have been 2016. Mm-hmm. Oscar W. Fitchett, newly in a relationship, and mm-hmm. Tyneside Cinema is uh, my favorite cinema of all time has a thing because they do a yearly thing that uh they show it's a wonderful life every year oh okay so and then yeah. uh my new girlfriend at this point was like you know what i would love to do she, she said about saying i would love to just like sit up sit and watch it's a wonderful life because i've never seen it and i was like well tyneside do a cinema thing with yeah. it we may as well just go to tyneside and see it there saw it Changed my fucking entire experience of the film entirely, yeah. and then that became a tradition with me to see it every year uh, since 2016. So I saw it, so that was my second time. I saw it a third time in the cinema, yeah. 2017, fourth time, 2018, 2019. Saw it with my mum in the cinema, yeah. Um, and this year, you know, because of COVID, Tyneside Cinema isn't open right now, yeah. So I watched it for a sixth time last night, uh, to prep for this. I uh, will get into things. <laughs> And then, <laughs> gonna get outed on the podcast. And then this morning, I watched yeah. it for a seventh time. Not because I mean I love the film. Yeah, there's my brief spoilery thoughts on the film. I love it, but that's not why I watched it. What's your relationship with this film, Robbie? I <laughs> I'd never seen this film ever until this very morning. Um, we had booked out the sound booth, hadn't we? I say we. You'd booked out the sound Ten booth. Ten till four. Ten till four. So we had time, ample time, and um. And uh, I, so I was meant to watch it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And why? And what What happened there? <sighs> right. Okay. Earlier in the week, my friend had come up to me and said, oh, NXT War Games is on on Sunday, and I think you should watch it with me because I think you'd really enjoy it. We'll have a couple of days and we'll watch War Games. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so it sounds fine. I'm not that big into wrestling, you know. No, I'm not, yeah. But, you know, I was I'll like... I'll show you the daft I, shit. I was, like, yeah, I, was, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Um, and then uh, I was filming a film. Went on for later than I expected. When I got downstairs, uh, the friend was already just sat in my flat <laughs> saying, where the fuck have you been? Uh, we got a Domino's. We had the we had, we watched the wrestling, um, and it, I, I didn't compensate for how long I thought the wrestling would be on for. It's a long show. It's a long show, it and it's about, American, so you would have watched yeah, it at one a.m. Yeah, and it finished about two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, well, no, that wouldn't have been right. It didn't finish then, did it? Oh no, sorry. He went. Ho- he he yeah, went. Yes. He went back up to his flat because he was tired at about two yeah. o'clock in the morning. So you're and, an hour uh, into the show. And, <laughs> and I was like, right, okay, I could give it to Wonderful Life a go, or I could set an alarm for the morning to watch it before uni. Um, and I set that alarm, 
and then uh, for five o'clock, <laughs> and then I woke up at quarter nine to my friend saying, "Where the fuck are you? We need to take this equipment back." The uh, friend not being me, not being me. <laughs> he met me there to unbelievable disappointment. <laughs> so he came in the sample and just watched it in here. Yeah, and it was lovely. Yeah, we watched it to one of five. So I know your basic gist of this yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. I I noticed you started to take notes and then you just didn't. Yeah. So that's fine. Because I can't, I'm. If there's one thing that we know about me. Oh yeah. Excellent memory. <laughs> so, um, Brilliant. So I I I don't want to be as religious with the notes as we have been in previous times because yeah. I liked what we did with the deer hunter. Yeah. In all honesty. So yeah. Part. So I've got the uh, I've got notes with me, mm-hmm. and you can just chip in. Sometime. But first thing I want to know before we start breaking it down. Yeah. What did, just generally, your th- what do you think of the film? I loved it. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of those films that's unbelievably charming without even yes. trying. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just, and I think that's a lot of that's down to Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. God, he's good in that. He's so good. <laughs> he is excellent. But like every character, I think it really, there's a really good sense of community. Yes. In the way that it's written. Um, and the way that every character has something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is kind of an ensemble, which I feel like really pulls it together. Yeah, you look um, at it and it's, a, it's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. You're following. Yeah. But, but everyone else is, oh, is yeah. in it and you know everyone else. Yeah. Um, by the time the film's finished. And then also, just, you know, I think the cinematography generally, mm-hmm. it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, editing's a bit weird sometimes, but it's the 40s, so you let them off, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's certain things, but again, it is like, it's like, it's like I don't, it, it doesn't take away from me. No, it doesn't, it doesn't take me out of it. It's, no, but, it's, it's. Yeah, on the yeah. whole, I just thought, lovely little time, and I can't wait to watch it with my family. Yes. So I know I've definitely seen it. Yeah. I know that my dad's seen it because my dad loves this film. Which is weird how you haven't. Which is weird that like, I haven't. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing I put in, I got uh, not even two minutes in, and I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah. It was, it's like, it's, it's one, it's yeah. when uh, the film starts, you got the bell and the little book, the lovely little opening yeah. credits. Um, and then it's like the, um, it's like just flashes of the buildings and you just hear people praying for mm. George Bailey. I'm like, I yeah. just what a, love what this great, so much. What a great intro though, as yeah. well, to the character of George Bailey. Yes. To have everyone be like, oh, he's just a good guy. Yeah, it's like, come please on, help him. Yeah. Give him a chance. Yeah. Which oddly enough is actually a thing, like, I'm not religious, mm. but this is might be my favorite representation of religion in the sense of, and Christmas generally. Yeah, like in the yeah, sense yeah. Of like, it's yet yeah, at its core religious. Mm. But religion doesn't necessarily mean you have to be going to church every Sunday. Yeah, it just no. always means you have to have faith and just yeah. like have like like I because you don't see any of them be like oh oh praise Jesus or anything. Like no, that. it's but, not like that. It's um, but they have their morals. Yeah, and they're like well. If we pray, then hopefully things will be okay. Yeah, and then it's things. not. But it's not. Pl- what I liked as well is that it's not played off as like, a, oh my god, it's a it's a gift from God that this has happened. Yeah, it's a Christmas miracle. Yes, which is the point. I feel, yeah, you know. Yeah, I got here. The space effects have such a charm to it. Oh, it's so good. It's- I was so taken aback by that because I had no idea that that kind of stuff was in this. Yeah, at all. yeah, yeah. And it's just the like the galaxies are kind of like flashing up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and the star, like, like yeah. Clarence, just, <laughs> yeah. you call for me, sir? Yeah. <laughs> you call for me, Joseph? Well, I made a note about that one. It's like one of the only two notes that I made. I know. Um, I'm going to check what I actually wrote. Um, it just says Clarence, you muppet. <laughs> because everyone's just like, treats him like he's a moron straight away. They're like, oh, he's got, a, he's like a bloody 
dog's brain or something. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, like, he's not really smart, but it's like, oh, but he has, like, a big heart, so that's, yeah, it's like... like yeah. we'll send him down there. And they're not, and they're not nasty, dude. Like, no, oh, they're, they're like, oh, bless. That's, bless him. That's, that's what Clarence yeah, is. Like, they're like, oh, he's 200 or whatever, and he ain't got his wings down. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's... Just, oh, send well. him down, I guess. <laughs> you know? Hopefully it's his time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I I got here the um I can't see anything I've got my wings I just love the editing where it's like it's like oh, you it's don't see anything, yeah. and then it gets brought into focus oh, yeah. and then you just see them playing in the snow. I'd like that. I'd like to just drop in um that excellent kid actors yes on I'm, the whole everyone's no, great yeah the the dated child acting fits perfectly with the charm of this yeah because no, my issue with because I have an issue with To Kill a Mockingbird because that's a mm. film that everyone loves and i'm not really a fan of um and i never read the book so it it might be better as a piece of literature but that's a film that the story is um gregory peck plays a lawyer who is defending a black man who's being accused of raping a white woman right okay but then the acting is almost like i watched it with my uh, then girlfriend and then I said there's just something about the performance I'm not in and she went it's very Wizard of Oz I went that's exactly what it is it's yeah. all like, you, and the kid the the, act, the kid acting is like the kid acting in this how it's yeah. like oh gee oh hot dog oh, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff but it's like it doesn't fit when I'm watching a court case about a man and this is the 60s as well that this yeah. film was filmed the book is set the film's set differently mm. but we also know like I mean, an example being 12 Hungry Men, there's no, like, dated things there where it's like, no, ah, I, gee, Willikers, or I think like it, it fits in this because, as well, like, it's, when they are kids, it's meant to be set in, like, the 20s. Yeah, that's what so I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, so, it, well, the late, the late 10s. Yeah. So that's what, like, when it's, like, where the bunch of them are, like, you know, the hee-haw, like, yeah, that's, like, yeah, all the that fun. That, that carries in on through yeah. the, the film. And, like, when they're all, like, walking and whistling away and then it, jo- little George Bailey walks in and he goes, like, I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. Yeah, it's, it's hot just, dog. It's just like you know, it it does. Ha- it fits perfectly for the yeah. charm and like all that. With I think it. my only question with it was how much authority do these children have in this town? And that was part of my thing. It's so like wait, he's got a job yeah, and he's like, like, like working a like a farm. Was that the time? I, that I, it might, might have been the, been the time, but he's like yeah. this little twelve-year-old kid just running a pharmacist, and then also giving people ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Better that, not get those things mixed up, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, what then, pharmacy? It's like, yeah, we're going out. I've, I've always oh, questioned. I'm like, where does he work? Yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's a pharmacist, isn't it? Yeah, the guys. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, oh, also chocolate ice cream. You don't want coconut. He's like proper flabbergasted about that. Do you know legends. where coconuts come from? Do you know where Bang! coconuts come from? It's like I still own my coconuts. Matter, <laughs> I like how he still did. I like how he still didn't ask Mary about like, so do you want coconuts? He just said, I'm oh, just gonna yeah. fucking yeah, just douse it, douse this like, chocolate ice cream with coconut for you. As well, and then the girls come in and they're like, oh, I'd love a bit of that, you know. And they're like twelve. I'm like, what? What's this it's weird? Like Violet is like, I like it. Mary's like, you like everybody. Yeah, what's wrong like, with yeah, that? What's wrong with that? I'm like, Jesus Christ. These kids are the swinging tens, yeah, the, man. The swinging tens. Oh my god! Wasn't like that this twenty tens. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can vouch for that. I was that age. Yeah, yeah, you would have been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I got, and then, um, is this your bad ear, George Bay? I love you till the day I die. It's such an authentic, sweet portrayal of childhood yeah, love. That's cute. Like when you're like young and you're like you love someone and like yeah. you love someone when you're a child and they're, they're just. They're the angel of your life, aren't they? That's yeah. just what it is. Anyone who's experienced any form of childhood love is just, it's like, they're the greatest person that you know. Yeah. I mean, you love your mum and your dad on that. I mean, maybe you don't, but you know. Disregarding all that in any situation. But I mean, like, like, like when you first have, like, 
love as a child. It's such a wonderful feeling. I think yeah. that one moment captures, it, captures it really well. It's just like, I love you till the day I die. And she makes sure to say it in his bad ear. Yeah. Because it's like, that's also another thing. It's like, like you want to confess your you love to someone, it, but, like, but you really no, don't no, want no, them to know. No, 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 no. You, don't want, you don't want them to know because what if they freak the fuck out? At you? Yeah. I mean, that can be the same now when I'm in my 20s, if I'm being perfectly honest. I was, <laughs> I, was on, I was convinced that he was, um, that he was listening. Yeah, until, yeah, yeah. Until it showed that he definitely didn't hear her, but I was yeah, like, he's he popped definitely up and he was that. just like, then he just started I, saying anyway, something. Coconuts or whatever. Yeah, it's like, here's a fucking... No, that's why he was like, he's like, I'm going to travel. Just you wait. I might have three or four wives as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> the legend. Look at him. Jesus Which Christ. you could fit that in there because James Stewart was apparently a right player back oh, in the really? day. I can see that. It's like, because him and Henry Fonda were best mate. They were like, yeah, yeah, they, they were, the, the reason why I relate this is because apparently I think there was like stories about like Fonda just settled with one mm. woman and Jimmy Stewart just got about like a motherfucker. He, oh he, 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 he was, he eventually married and settled down, but apparently like mates were like, dude, you need to like settle down. Yeah, maybe like go calm, there. calm the fuck yeah. down, Jimmy. I <laughs> know, oh, but he was like, it was, it, just not going to be a bar to bar to bar. He was a right fucking like player with it all. Which... Oh, I need to point this out for anyone watching visually. Oh yeah. Um, Sorry, I've got the Christmas jumper on. I'm aware that Donatello's bandana is the wrong color. Why would it be green? That'd be green on green. Sorry. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing green on green. Sorry, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I just looked down and remembered I needed to mention it in case anyone called me out on having the wrong bandana. Yeah. Podcast listeners, this is why you should be watching the YouTube channel. Yeah, this channel. is why you should be watching the YouTube channel. For, for, for the context, I'm wearing Ninja <laughs> Turtles Christmas jumper, and you won't say, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Cool it is. Yeah, we're both wearing Christmas jumpers. Yeah, he's got his Christmas card on. It's min. Yeah. But you won't see it unless you watch. You can the see the festivities. I mean, the room isn't really festive. Yeah. We're in and just got, like. A... Sorry, I'll show these off as well. Christmas socks. You can't. Well, that's just the soul. There you go. Christmas <laughs> socks. Brilliant. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> sorry. Like, uh, the cheesy moments and the serious <laughs> moments work together beautifully. I go when uh, when George finds out uh, Mr. Gower's son died. Oh. Because we go right from being like. Ah, look this, this it's like, little help little me kid. down, help you down. Yeah, <laughs> and nah, all that stuff. Just waffling about coconuts and traveling and that and like all this stuff. And, and then, then like, it's like influenza, it, bang. Yeah, because then because right you think, oh, he's just a, he's the grumpy boss. But then you find out, oh, he's yeah. not always like this. It really and, but it does. It like that could be such a like, well, that felt very out of place. Yeah, but it, but it, play, it plays off really well. And I think it's because of the way that he, I think it's the way that he deals with it afterwards. Yes. When he sends George to yeah. take the to take the stuff and he's giving him the wrong pill and everything, he goes back and tells mm. him when he's when he's like screaming at him and everything, and he hits him in the ear. Yeah. Like it, is it bleeding? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And then um yeah, and it's that bit, and then when he starts to get really apologetic and just oh, him and cries and stuff, oh. it's there's many moments where I'm get, where I'm like <laughs> and yeah, that's one <laughs> of them. It's like that the film's full of just like goosebumps. Yeah. And I'm not crying yet. I'm not though. crying. I'm no, not it's cry- not going to happen. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. You're not getting me just yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I got uh, Mr. Potter is the blueprint for every generic Disney slash animated villain. But yeah. here, Potter works perfectly. Yeah, he does. He's 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 the villain from Mary Poppins, is what he is. Yeah. But he's <laughs> but he's like spot on. Yeah, this. that's what I mean. Because it's like I was watching him, and it's like how that you first see him, and like um, Mr. Bailey's like, but. They, they have families. He's like, well, they're not my children. Yeah. It's, it's like, again, like every animated film and every Disney, anim- just every animated film these days, the villain's just like, no, I'm just evil because I'm evil. Yeah. And he's like that. We don't get to find out Mr. Potter had a bad had a, child yeah, or anything yeah. like that. He might have been old forever. Looks it. Didn't fucking yeah. age. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure George lives in a town of vampires, but we'll get onto that in a bit. Continue. <laughs> yeah, and he's, and he's like, oh, well, they're not my children. So he, but that, again, for some that just feels fine yeah. in this, like, in the it fictional works. world in this film. Yeah. yeah um, oh, um, the other note that I made, of the two notes that I made, was um, the fact that he's called Henry Potter. Um, yeah, yeah. And Harry is short for Henry. Yes. So I'm going to say J.K. Rowling. Rowling. I know where your head's at. There's a lot of, there's a few other names in here. There's another yeah, there set is. of names where we're like, all there right. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. I can confirm that those names. Yeah, no. Th- they are. They are. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get on to that. I, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Bert and Ernie. Yeah. It's Jim Henson's favorite. It was Jim Henson's favorite film. That makes sense. So, and that makes a lot so, of sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got here. It's poison. I know you didn't mean it. I just got instant chills. That, yeah. we, we, oh, we, yeah. we talked about it there, but it is that like, it's yeah. interesting the way it's shot as well. Again, this is forty, so a lot of things are more sound staging than it's they are. It's really like, nice though. Yeah. I think the the having the shells in the foreground. Yes. With all the kind of vials and yeah. whatnot on there looks it's it adds a lot of nice depth, depth mm. but it's. You can tell that it's been strategically placed because when the camera comes down, there's always a gap in the shelf. It's exactly when it's, it's when um, Mr. Gowers and hugs George and the camera moves. Yeah. And it is in a perfect placement of that. Where you can see it and it's like, that's just good Which, after blocking. That's just Brilliant, really yeah. great direction. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first time we see Jimmy Stewart as George is being is buying a travelling suitcase shows he still his, has his dreams. Yeah. It's br- like, that's the first Lovely. thing. I want a big one like this. I want one that can last me mobile nights. Not just one. It's like, oh, he's still he's in He's still that, going for it. He's and still- the thing that I really liked about that in terms of building this sense of community straight from the off is the fact that Fucking everyone in the town is in on it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, "You're gonna do it, George." And yeah. they're like, "Oh, we got this suitcase for yeah. you." Oh, Mr. Gower's bought it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then he's running down the street, and everyone's like, "Hey, don't you bloody like all this stuff?" And like shouting to him and that. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly sets up this sense of community that everybody likes George. In Bedford Falls. Nice yeah. Guy, we Im- you know? Im- Im- immediately being like Bedford Falls, close knit community. Yeah. With it. You instantly everyone feel like you've lived other. there for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You know everyone. Because you, well, you come from. Um, I come from Hartlepool, which isn't, it's a small town, but I don't know everyone here. I come you from, come from a village, don't you? I come from Cottingham, the yeah. biggest village in the UK. Yeah. So, so, so bless up to God. So I assume there's like some... Uh, oh, there, there is that kind that of thing of everyone knows everyone. Mm. Completely. Everyone does know everyone around there. Yeah. If someone's yeah. doing something, everyone knows about it. You yeah. know where everyone works because it's all within like a one street I mean, there's just one high street with all the shops on so right yeah it's, so everyone's like oh they're there aren't they oh no they've moved to that shop down there you're like, oh. right yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Like, you know yeah and i know like hardipool has that as well i'm just not in that yeah yeah because <laughs> me dad when there's been there was times it stopped now well obviously not now because pandemic and that but there'll mm. be times when we'll be walking and then like would you say someone go all right neil he goes all right yeah. And no matter what, yeah, no, no idea. And then we were like, "Who is that?" He goes like, "Oh, I used to play cricket with him back in like secondary or whatever." Yeah, and yeah. that would just be how. That's reasonable. All right, uh, yeah. So yeah, how how do you know that one? Oh, that's so and so, so and so's uncle. Yeah, goes like, oh, oh, so you don't? It's it, 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 yeah. So it's and that again, instantly, as you said there. Yeah, you just bring straight that into that community, community with it. Yeah, um, yeah everyone's. Um, <laughs> Everyone's reaction to Violet is simple comedy, but it works so well. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, hey, hey that's, that's, that's one, of, one I got for a dress you got there." Oh, this whole thing, this is somewhere I don't know what to wear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> flicks the hair and walks off like. <laughs> and then he's just like watching, and then Bert and George are like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like guy that trips over on the curb as well. Just like watches in the car goes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's and then there's a bit of science that hangs in the air still of like Yes. Yeah. And then anyway. there's, like, <laughs> there's like it's it's a dated joke, but it's quite funny. Oh yeah. Like it it, it works really well there and I think it's her performance that pulls it off as well. She does great Very in that, much yeah, so. yeah. It's, it's, I'm not sure if it's, is it old because we've seen everything that's happened or was that like one of the first times it's used? Because there's, there's another, because Frank Capra did a film called It Happened One Night, 1934, I believe. Mm. Uh, Clark Gable and, uh, I forgot the actress's name. It won Best Picture at, at the time. Oh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't mind going through that at one point. Yeah. Um, but that's very much so just archetype for rom-com. Yeah. But I think it was one of the early examples of that um, of that plot structure. Right, okay. So, again, with this thing, I'm not sure if you can look at it and go, like, was this just, was that a really fresh, funny joke then? It's funny yeah. to us because we're like, oh, that's, yeah. Like, like that's still, that's but so I've seen that many seen times. That times. Like, there's been like, like daft comedies, there's been cartoons I've done that yeah. joke. So I don't know if that was like one. Of, I mean, it's definitely one of the earlier ones I can think of. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's interesting. When that yeah, that's an interesting thing about watching classic films. It, you know, you could be watching something, and you go, "Oh, that's great. We still see that today and everything." It's so interesting that you did to do back then. But it could be just that that's the first time it was done. Yeah, you did, wouldn't know. Did Frank Capra go? I got an idea for yeah. a joke, and then that was that joke. Tonight. I don't know. Again, either interesting. way, yeah. either way, it works. Yeah, it no, still it does. Works. It really works. Um. Then again, shows like because again we set up Viola again because we saw Viola as a little girl. And yeah. it's like, oh, she's still kind she's of still like the same yeah, way. she's still yeah. kind of like that, which I like as well. Like all the younger ones you see, is like they're still all kind of, like Sam yeah. Wainwright still going. Eeyore, he's, yeah, he's still, still doing, doing that yeah. for some fucking reason. For some reason, I've never. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a weird nervous tick that he has. Was it a trend then? I have I no I idea. Have no I don't idea. know. I'm not that. I can't really. I'm not that expertise in that time period. Um... Uh, never thought I'd make this comparison, but George Bailey is like Michael Corleone in the sense he doesn't want to go into the family business, but instead tr- travel with a different career. But something eventually drags him in being the father's passing. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That's what I mean. I could, like, I could have done. Plot-wise, yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not wrong. You know, that, that's like when people say about. False Awakens and a New Hope. Yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, movie. yeah. Like it, technically, I mean, it works. Yeah, yeah. That's that's really weird. <laughs> that's really it is, weird to think Like about. it's when they're around the table as well, and he's talking to him. A lovely scene. Absolutely. Yeah, really nice scene. Brilliant, and like how like his apart dad, from the rape, Joe. Uh, well, you know, we're gonna ignore that for now. <laughs> <laughs> we forget about that for now. Um, <laughs> it's when um, and it's when they're just talking and they're like um, and like he's like, ah, oh, when you come back and take the business and George's like I don't want to do that because yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be stuck in Bedford Falls mm. is what he did he wants to go out and he has his own ambitions yeah. and we've seen that from when he was a kid he's had these ambitions yeah. it's not yeah. just like he was a kid he was like oh well whatever I'm fine being here and then he was like no I want to move he's like he's always been like I want to travel I want to travel yeah. I want to explore I want to do this and he's like I've been saving up mm. for this I don't want I don't want to throw it away and I like the little thing that his dad says as well like, I like think in this, in a small office, we also change lives and make a difference. But yeah. I understand what you mean. You don't want to be under Potter's thumb. He goes, yeah, yeah. And it's just a lovely little moment like that. I think, um, yeah, uh, oh yeah. 
and then the dance. Oh yeah, like I, I mentioned this to you. They're all Jim Shaw's maybe twenty one in this time. Yeah. And then Harry's meant to be like eighteen and there's meant to be a bunch of eighteen year olds. <laughs> it's like bullshit did I look like that when I <laughs> no, was no, no way. Like I'm I'm nineteen <laughs> I think, now. I think Jimmy Shaw was genuinely he was late thirties when he filmed yeah, this. Yeah, he's, so he's got to have been. It's a it's a Tob Maguire Spider Man situation. Yeah. Where he so, just starts off with the movie with a forty year old man chasing a school bus. Like he's like, he's like that, that man is so clearly not. It, it's grease syndrome, is what it is. Grease is the exact. Grease same is thing. the yeah, yeah. proper example for me of. It's like weird things because you get to it and you look it's around like and when you're the like, kid, it's like there's a kid who's got like a beer belly and like a nine o'clock, a five o'clock shadow, yeah, and he's yeah. like chatting, and the teacher's like, "You better behave or you're getting attention." Yeah, he's he's like, like, "No, come on, oh, come on." <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> Who's this grown man? Who's this man? grown man that snuck, that snuck into this high school dance? I'm on the T-Birds. It's yeah, like, no, what? no, you're not. It's like, I just think, yeah, no, it's it's weird because it's one of them where you, you watch all these movies growing up. It's weird we got to this point. Like, we're getting a bit better with it now. but like, It's going it's the st- other way, definitely. Like it's, but we're still getting like, you know, Tom Holland who's got... He's 23 now? 24. Yeah. But either way, he got Spider Man when he was twenty. Yeah. So they, they he's, he's young gear, but I he's think not that young. I, th- I think they're trying <laughs> to like make it in the sense of like also child labor stuff as well. Like yeah. they have to try to be funny with that. It's, the, it's, like, it's when he says the line in in the Homecoming. He's like, "Oh, the like I'm fifteen. I'm just trying to make it." And you're like, "Are you are you fifteen, Tom?" It's like old? if I was technically an actor, my and I, you know, if I was actually a trained actor, mm. I'd be my roles would be like, right, let me try and get high school roles. Yeah, that's what that we're getting. To that I'd point probably, now. I'd probably. You could pass. For yeah, it. I, I mean, I couldn't. It. Yeah, you could. No, I, yeah. It's I. I don't want to shave. That's where that. Comes yeah, in no, there. I could shave yeah. and look weird because it does. I mean, I've seen as, it. as we found out <laughs> from your bloody film recently. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but but like, and then my my other point here, I just got like, uh, I was gonna make another follow-up joke to another joke that was made in another podcast Go on. but I didn't I just put Donna Reed swoon <laughs> but she's on the list now, I, I was almost gonna put her <laughs> thing like oh she's she's in with who was it it was Diane Keenan Diane Laura Keenan. Dern yeah. that was it if one's gonna stall me I'll get the but, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm, getting, I'm just stupid stupid jokes so I just put Donna Reed swoon because that woman is a very beautiful woman yeah and, and they do the the height in it as well with the um, it, they do all they the do t- the Casablanca Gauzy and Blair thing where they it's a lot of like forties filmed. I mean that yeah. happened like I mean Sunrise in the twenties did that. Yeah, like a lot of films do that where they kind of. Oh, I'd love that film, but that'd be, <laughs> that'd be another yeah. thing for another time maybe. But yeah, like they do that thing which mm. works all the time. Oh, it yeah. always no, works. It works perfectly to kind of emphasize her as a. But all, important character. Yeah, I don't want to also just make it as like, oh, well, oh, just fancy Donna Radia. No, I think like her like beauty works well in the film because I mean, because she does have almost like that um, relatability to her still. Yeah, and just generally she's great I, performance I think in this as well. It's the way the character's written. Yes, she's written to be really beautiful, mm-hmm. but she's not. That's not her character. But like how she's, how Violet's character is kind of, but Violet also has some layers. Yeah, to she as has well. some layers to it. I mean, I mean, like she's Mary's got that quality to it, but at the same time, she's working her ass off constantly. Yes, and they make a point of showing that. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. A recent, like, f- uh, I watched a recent film, film from 2016 called mm. Patterson. Yeah, uh, with Adam Driver. Did yeah, you, I've heard of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And his uh, girlfriend, they that's it, they, they do a similar thing with that. Like his girlfriend just. 
gorgeous woman, but she's just more so like I just I want. But her whole thing's like, oh, I want to like um, I want to learn to play the guitar so I can be a country singer. And I'm making these cupcakes, and yeah, she's yeah, always, she's doing, always something. doing something. And that's kind of the same thing yeah. with this as well. And it's like she's almost again, she's almost kind of like the archetype of like of uh of a character who of a female character who does who who who's only uh whose only characteristic isn't just well I'm a wife. Yeah. We see her before she's even George Bailey's love yeah, interest. Yeah, we yeah. see her when she's a little girl. Yeah. And even her her character isn't even just like I just love George. Like that's not even her no, only character no. thing. Like Cuz she's doing the all the like She's working hard to make the to make the house actually be a, a home. Well, she even went to school. Like we, we say, she, like, yeah, she, she went goes away to college, and then she, she goes, when yeah. she went to New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like we they both they it's established well. Like these are two individuals that like, yeah that happen to get together. As opposed to we see George Bailey and then his wife. Yeah, it we we know George and Mary. Yeah, there are two defined characters within the script. With it? when they do get yeah. together, it's, it's such like a. Yes. yes, it's like, go get on, in. Go I'm, on, I'm, happy, I'm happy for both of them. Yeah. It's like being yeah, a mate yeah. and being mates with two different people. And it's like, I can see it. Yeah. Just get together. Yeah, yeah, just do it. Go just on. Just do it. And then, they, and then eventually they do it. Go on, go on, do it. <laughs> but then they eventually get together. It's like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's, yeah, yeah. that's what that feeling's like with that. Um, and I go, it's a wonderful life dancing over deer hunter dancing. Every day of the bloody it's week, just, like every day of the week, it was week. such a fun dancing yeah, scene. No, it was just great, a... and the back, the back and forth towards the pool and away from the pool. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and excellent it's, stuff. And also, like you just see the extras, like you see like George and Mary dancing, and then there's just that one dude just yeah, yeah. The street, just giving a bit <laughs> yeah, of like just, just proper going for it, man. Just like dropping the knees and yeah, stuff. Just, He's like, and then George breaks out the classic. Yeah, like and, George, who he, just becomes all limbs for like five minutes. <laughs> Just like becomes a spaghetti man, he's just flopping about. I always love that as well when they're like backing into the pool, and I was like, "Whoa!" And then yeah, George's yeah. like, "Oh, they must think we're really doing really well." You're not doing much; you're just like walking back and yeah, forth. Yeah, you're just doing like a weird, like a shimmy. Yeah, that's all you're doing, and then it, like, oh, we're blowing their minds. <laughs> <laughs> we're mint, you know. We're class. And then they, they deck the into the pool. <laughs> And then the oh, when the principal goes into the pool as well, that's <laughs> excellent top stuff. That's what I mean. That's like the film always introduces slight maliciousness. Yeah, like it's like, well, I've got the key to yeah, and yeah. then they do it, and then it's like, oh no, and then they fall, and then George is still having fun dancing. Yeah, with Mary. To be then everyone jumps in, and even the people that open the pool are like, fuck yeah, it, and on, then man. they jump in, yeah. and even the principal like, no, it's like, oh well, and then it's like bloody nineteen twenties David Crumholtz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> opens up the pool to ruin everyone's night and goes, you know what, this is class. Well, as I was saying. <laughs> as I was saying. It's like, hey. It's like, oh, why don't you stop annoying people? And it's like, well, I'm so, hey. It's like, why do these of them? Why, yeah, why, did, why was he so mean to him? What's that kid done? He's he, like notoriously the worst. He just was chatting to Mary. He thought there was someone there. Yeah. He's trying something. And just, then he's just a bloke, an older bloke. A, an older bloke who is who's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, so he's like, you know. Swags up and goes like, Hey, look, Jimmy Stewart. Look at me. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> off you go, mate. Enjoy your mulled wine. You're your still freak. not getting laid. See ya. Yeah, <laughs> seen a bit, mate. Yeah, no, I felt really bad for him. Little David Crumholtz. What happened to him? I don't should know. we do? A, should we do a spin-off film where what happened to that? Guy? What happened to that dude? Yeah, because he well he'll have <laughs> that scene isn't even the end of the film. It's just like a midpoint. Yeah, he'll <laughs> he'll have gone to have jumped off the bridge like far earlier. Like a week later, so then his whole angel thing happens before. You know the whole thing of like, um, 
What if George Bailey wasn't alive and that? Yeah, when they Shrek forever after him. Yeah. yeah. What would happen to him? What was his life without George Bailey? Do you think he got with Mary? Or do you think it was just... His... <laughs> Well, maybe, because she was scared mm. when she was all dressed up in her, her mm. glasses and stuff for some reason. So does her eyesight get poorer if George Bailey doesn't <laughs> exist? I don't understand that. That's a good but point. Why does she have glasses? Did George go like, look, Mary, get a prescription, okay? He's getting eye tested. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, we'll get to get, all that. Yeah, George paid for the surgery, otherwise it would have got worse. We'll get to all that. Um... Oh yeah, I adore the playful nature of this film. It's when the pool gets opened. Yeah. Like I just, it's just, it's, uh, it's just lovely. Um, George and Mary walking home from the dance mm-hmm. is the DNA of the before trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just love again. Like I'm, I realize I'm a sucker for anything. We're just two people walking and talking. Yeah, I mentioned that was one of the only good things about Godfather Three, where it's like Michael and Kay were just walking in Sicily. Yeah, and then this one was just. I there mean, were very few good bits of that film. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for stay, something. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned for the announcement at the end of this episode. But yeah, uh, but it's, it, again, I just look like the walking home. And mm. again, I, I said this to you when we were watching it. There's just something charming about it. You're going to hear that a lot. Charming. There's just something charming about though. the sets as well. Yeah. Uh, there's black and I mean, it wouldn't be black and white. They wouldn't be in colour. But you know, yeah. like, clearly a backdrop. Clearly just done up sets. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's just such a it's warmth just of nice. just seeing them just walking back. Yeah. Just other clothes because they got soaked because of the pool, but... Yeah. All that. Uh, I'll, lasso, I'll lasso the moon for you. Just iconic. Yeah. It's just someone, it's just, it's... Which I'd never heard. Really? So the things in this film, the only bit that I knew as being iconic was the running down the street being like, Merry Christmas, yeah, movie yeah. house, all that bit. And I only know that because it's on the telly in Gremlins. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Christmas film that I watch every year. So like, you know, I, I, I didn't know anything going into this. I didn't mm. know about the lasso of the moon. I didn't even know about... Like, the brother. Harry. Like, I just don't... I, there's nothing yeah. I knew about this, which is weird because it's unbelievably iconic. Yeah. And I, and I understand why as mm. well. But the fact that I didn't know about the planet stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that should be iconic. Yeah. Because surely nothing from the time was doing that. I can't remember. No, I'll tell you one thing that... It's not in the trivia section, but one thing mm. that did revolutionise in yeah. terms of effects was the snow. I'll tell you why. Because before then, they used cornflakes, like mm. paint and white. Yeah. But Capra was like, that's going to be too noisy, and I want to record live sound. And I think, can't remember what they did. They did some sort of right. new fake new snow. Fake snow huh? And then that got like an honorary tech Oscar. Oh, cool. For the fact of like that type of technological well, I mean, there revolution. There was points where I'm pretty sure it was like an overlay. It looked like it. In at the one edit, point. like yeah, there was yeah, an yeah. overlay layer. Of but for the most part, down. it was a new. Yeah. Bit of, it was a new. That's really uh, interesting. Fought, like, Invention of snow because they like want to record sound. Mm. Not going to do it when it's just cornflakes raining. Yeah. Down. So yeah, but yeah, the last of the moon thing. It's like it's when you uh, it's the moment before that where they're singing um the song and then he goes, well, "What did you wish for when you threw that rock?" Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you just went, "God, he's so charming." Well, and like I was it, like, "I'm waiting it. for that moment." And then as soon as you said, that, I was like, "Wait for the last of the moon." It's like, yeah. Fuck. George I mean, Bailey's that's the ring. that's the that to me is a line that you'd hear in a modern rom com. The, the, the whole last... like no when he's when oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. singing and he does that yeah, 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 bit yeah, where yeah. he sings what he's asking her like that's that's something that you'd see like I don't know who who's in rom coms nowadays I don't know fucking Seth Rogen or something like that. 
Yeah, right, we're gonna do it wrong. Like, so, something like that. Like that's just something you'd see in that. Henry Golden is the new yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's not something you'd expect to see in a film from the forties, yeah. especially when this came out. Forty six. Forty six a year after Casablanca. No, Casablanca was forty two, I think. Forty two. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but like it's that same kind of time period, and you don't see anything. As much, I mean, I love Casablanca. Don't get me wrong, but there's there's nothing as charming. I mean, I'm all right with Castle it's, Blanc. Yeah. I'm not fussed, but... But when I see something like this from the same decade, then I'm like, God, this is so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Again, I, just, I haven't seen a lot of early Jimmy Stewart. I think this is the earliest I've seen him. Mm. I know he did another film with Frank Capra called Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, which I have, which is the 30s, I think. Okay. Which yeah. I need to see. Um, yeah, he does, he, he does just have such a... No, I've seen uh, The Philadelphia Story, which was 1940. Right, okay. Which was another rom-com. Yeah. With, um, it was him, Cary Grant, and Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Wonderful film. I think yeah. it's based off a play, so it kind of oh, has right, that okay. like, yeah. thing to it. It's it, just unbelievably charismatic. Yes, he is. He's just so good. He's one of my favourites. Yeah. I, I, I realise I don't have a favourite actor, I just have favourite actors. from. Yeah. And it's like, him and Henry Fonda are my two favourites from that time mm. period I uh, and I love like De Niro and Pacino from like the 70s yeah. and that time period and like I and like in terms of the 90s 2000s I like DiCaprio a lot yeah and Pitt DiCaprio and Pitt are like mm. there and then recently I love Joaquin and James yeah. McAvoy and um, Michael Fassbender and that lot but I was thinking this he was just it, he was like he was like Jack Black in the holidays levels of charming you know what I mean yeah like, you, you couldn't Replace him. No, he couldn't be anyone else. George Bailey couldn't be anyone no. else. I would say it's... anyone couldn't be anyone else. Than this. No, I think every single bit of casting is spot on. Yeah, which it, I didn't put in the trivia, but fun fact, the actor who played Uncle Billy was originally auditioned for the role of Mr. Potter. Oh, but he's just so bloody lovely. That's what I mean. You look he's just at his a face. lovely guy. <laughs> he's brilliant. Although I think Mr. Potter had plenty of makeup on him. I think the actor uh, got okay. heavily made up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the bit where... Um, Mary goes in the bush. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. What am I doing? Well, yeah, it's like, what an opportunity. That was the moment. I remember in 2017, that was the moment where people were like, trying to me too, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. It's like, pack it in. It's, pack yeah. it in. Like, it's, it's, I think. I, I look at that in the sense of he's having a bit of like, I, you look at the times, but also he didn't do anything like, He's having a bit of fun with it. I yeah. think. He's not trying to be like, Mary shows your tits so I can yeah, like... Yeah, uh, yeah, no. He's, 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 he's having a bit... He's like, oh, well, um, what if I did? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll t- tell your mother. He's like, oh, she's all the way over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes, I'll call the police. He goes like, oh, I've taken too long, plus they'll be on my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's just, having, he's just having a little piss about with it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, you know... And he does... It's not like... Your and dad's he gives had it a, straight back. It's not, it's like, not like... Your he, dad's had a stroke. I'm gonna run and just take this with yeah, me. He's like, no, he, yeah, just, he's like, fun's gone. Let me. Yeah. So it, to me, that reads as like he was having a bit of laugh. He was having yeah. a laugh with it all. I'd agree. Um, but then when that does happen, the race joke. Uh, my God. Again, fun to serious. Yeah, and it just works. in a clip, and it, it works. Works. You got like, oh no. Yeah. Shit. Um, and obviously all that thing with um, the loan company mm. and it's like that close i got here that close upon george when he had to take over the bank was sensational it was like uncle billy i need to go but george they won't do it otherwise and then it's just yeah it's like fuck it's like that focus right and on him straight away as soon as it happened i was like i know exactly where this film's going though mm. and it's it's you it kind of sets you up to be like oh no 
Because you know that it's just going to be, this film is just going to be ripping on him. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. Yeah, yeah. And, it and it is. Every, everything that he wanted is not going to be, he's not going to be able to get to it. And you know that it's going in that direction. Mm -hmm. And you don't know, I didn't, I didn't know if the film was then going to be him learning, like, you know, having fun with what he has at the time and eventually actually getting what he wanted the whole time at the end. Yeah. Or if yeah. it was going to go with the idea of he just makes himself happy with what he has. Yeah. And yeah. they went with the second option and I think it works so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. For yeah. a bit he kind of he, he kind of gets by the end he's just kind of appreciative of what he has, not what he wanted in the first place because that's not how life works. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that, and I I'll oh, we'll get to that yeah. more in depth for that. But yeah. Um and then George lets Harry work uh, does not let Harry work for the loan company yeah. uh, for his brother's benefit. Uh, it's wonderful to follow a genuinely nice lead character, even if he isn't perfect. Because yeah. he's not. No, he's yeah. he's not a perfect character. Um, and he's mad, but he's like, I could just say, nah, Harry, don't. Because mm. even Harry was like, ah, she spoke out of term. I'm not going to let you down. Yeah. So it's not even like Harry was like, yeah, fuck that shit, George. I'm yeah, just going to. Nah. He was like, nah, I'll, I'll come home, George. Yeah. So George could have very much, well, Harry said he'll come home, so I just will let him do that. He was like, oh, he's got a good job. Yeah, it's just Shit. like, nah, just let him, just Shit. let him do it. And he's it. angry. At he's he's, ang he's angry here. about it. But, but he's... not because it's like, fuck's sake, Harry. It's like, God, what is this? What am, what am I doing? Yeah. Type of thing. Um, uh, and, they, um, and also that bit when his mum goes, uh, why shouldn't you give Mary a chance? And then he goes, Sam, Sam Wainwright. And it's not even like they're going now. It's like Sam Wainwright's interested in Mary. Yeah, he so likes even her. then, instantly he's like, and again, um, he's like, George is interested in Mary because that's always the vibe I got. Like, uh, always yeah. there, from no, that moment in the dance, always yeah. like, he's just been into her, mm -hmm. and because he can talk his bullshit with her in the sense like, I'll lasso the moon now, and then and she's like, and then what? He's like, and then you can swallow it, and then you can have all the moonbeams coming from yeah. your finger. And it's like, and she's not going like, what the fuck? And it's she, like, what, what are you talking about? She's like letting it on. Yeah. So it's like, it, which I was, I was going, what you want about? It's like they just click. Yeah, like, and he and he knows it, and he and I can see that there, and it's like. And so, even though he's interested in her, he still doesn't think she deserves him. That's how I got yeah. that. No, I'm, yeah, saying, I'm stuck here. That. Sam Wainwright's doing shit in New York, and he's yeah. clearly more successful. Why would she want to be with me? Mm. That's bit, and and I'm sure like I'm not the only one who's felt that about someone. Yeah, in life. It's like you clearly yeah. don't deserve me. So why would I even bother? Type yeah. of thing. Not the fact of like it's not that I don't like you. I actually really like you. Yeah, but. You clearly got someone else who's better than me interested in you, so what's the point? Yeah. That's kind of how he thinks with it. Um, what's that? How far are we? What have you written? How far are we here? How far have I. What, what did you write? That's not anywhere near the. Why have I written that down at this point? That's further into the film. Well, like way further in. Yeah, like towards the end, I think. Okay. No, it's not. No, it's, I'm incorrect. Okay. It's it's when um and he's got is like uh when he was off to do some passionate necking. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. And then he goes to uh and he goes and he talks to Violet. Yeah. And it's, it's like, hang on, boss, I got a date. Wait for me. And then he goes, wait, wait for you, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Not like. I'm yeah. <laughs> I was like, we'll just stand here. Yeah, he probably straightens up as well. He's like, it's like two blows. Oh my. God. 
We'll just wait for see if this works out. We'll just wait for Violet to come. Well, I back. think the two of them didn't even know each other at the moment. It's like oh, no. the two <laughs> blokes as well. They're just just two like just two random guys I've never met. <laughs> two strangers. And that's what I got. And I got here about um, George's first date. First date idea is brilliant. Violet doesn't know what she's missing. Yeah, yeah. And she, she's like, "What are you doing? Nothing." It's like, "We're going." We're going to the... We're going to the top of a hill. Or He's like, it, the top of a mountain. He basically, said, pond, like. he basically said, we'll have a country, we'll have an adventure into the wilderness until the sunrise. And he's like, like, what a lovely thing. Not like, yeah. well, let's get pissed and fuck. It's yeah, like, he's, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna walk into the into the depth of the countryside. We're gonna go right up this mountain. It'll just and be you and me. Like, yeah, just me and you. And we're watching the sunrise at the top of a mountain at the summit. And then there's gonna be like a green little pond in there that you can get in and have a swim and stuff. And it's all like, barefoot and lovely. Yeah, that's like, that and take she, me, George. And she's like, what are you on about? And, <laughs> then, and then there's just a group of people just laughing. They just piss themselves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the question. Where did they come from? I asked you this when we were watching it because it was such a weird, like, it just cuts to a wide and yeah. suddenly there's a crowd of people just pissing themselves <laughs> at George. Like, how? <laughs> what an idiot. What a loser. Once you go up this mountain. It's like, what? where did these people come from for a start? And why are they laughing at him? Yeah, it's just he true. was just asking someone on a really nice date because yeah. she doesn't want to go. It's not like, yeah. and that's what I mean in the sense of like, I could tell like him like he's always felt connected to Mary because like if he yeah. said that to Mary, she'd be like, she'd be like yeah, yeah, go on then, yeah, yeah. And he and that's where he finds that connect. It's like so that also identifies the fact of like he doesn't just want anyone; he wants someone very specific who yeah. connects with him. And yeah, she clearly yeah. doesn't, but Mary does because he can waffle on about moonbeams and he's all that stuff. Moonbeams, and then she'll be all into it, and then yeah. she goes, eh, "Let's walk barefoot." She's like, "My feet will get mucky." What are you on about, George? And he's like, oh, "Fine, fine, whatever." I'm like, oh, I'll just forget it, and then <laughs> whatever. I want to see what happened to the two blokes who are waiting for Violet. It's like, what do we do now? They were probably laughing. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Look at this idiot, hey, Violet. Do you want to get drunk and shag? <laughs> Fuck that mountain stuff." Who cares? You flip a coin to see who does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Violet might be in the first polyamorous person. Who knows? Well, I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. Who's to say? Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, and it got uh, Mary is the absolute sweetest with the moon drawing and playing the music. Yeah, oh God. Like, just, uh, it's like, yeah. just, it's, uh, <laughs> I love how he's just like also just about in the garden. Like, just about, and he goes like, no, I'm just passing by. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> So like, no, nothing. He's just like, he was literally what? He was like pacing back on the phone and smacking the fence with a stick. For no reason at it's all. Like, come in, George. It's like she opens up the door with the record playing. Yeah. And he goes, oh, come in for a bit. Come on, open the gate. Yeah, just Kicks like, sit down. It down. <laughs> See, right, okay. This sequence confused me a little bit with his reaction to <laughs> Sam on the phone. Hello. Right. Was, but like, so he goes in. Yes. And he's like, fuming at the world doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to be there mm. for some reason mm. why was he angry I've got it here because this is my thought like George is confrontational towards Mary because he's stuck in life and doesn't feel Mary deserves him okay yeah because he's in a place with someone who he's frustrated at the fact I'm still in fucking Bedford Falls yeah and he's seeing a lass who he clearly likes mm. who he's into but he's like oh, but she's got Sam Wayne right who's away in New York doing yeah. stuff. She goes to school. She's only here visiting. Mm. So why the fuck am I... So he's more frustrated at the fact of, like, he can't be that for her. Yeah. It's how I all, it's how I read that when I watched it last night. Yeah. In the sense of... It's not he's angry at Mary. Like, oh, I, hate, I don't like you. 
Yeah. But because otherwise, why would he switch pretty much towards the end of it all? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, it's can, more so yeah. he's angry at the fact, like, fuck, I'm still here. Mm. And you're about. I think... So, like, why should I, like, even, like, try it? I think he thinks that she's too good for him. Yeah. And he and all, no, I get and that he, and he, film, and he could maybe feel like... Not patronising him, but... No, because people can feel like someone's patronising even though, like, unintentionally patronising yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, And it's like, it's nice about Harry. Um... Marion is like, yeah, right. So yeah, it's great. Good on him. Yeah, I'm still stuck here. Yeah, he's like, oh, is it, is it, don't you like marriage? He's like, yeah, I mean, marriage is fine for Harry and Sam and you. Also, yeah. like, it's like clearly, like, well, clearly, there's no one for me. So why the fuck am I like, like, that's yeah. it. but he's not being woe is me with it because he's no, he's still, he's still like, he's not like that's a good, yeah, that's a really good point actually because this film is. As I was saying earlier, just it's, it is just beating him down for two hours. Mm-hmm. But he's never like, oh, everything just sucks for me. He's always thinking about other people. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's never about himself. He's a very selfless character. He's frustrated because he yeah. would be. Yeah. But he's not like, um, he's not, well, I've got this issue. Well, he's mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. But So that's where that would come in. I also love the bit where he goes, um, who is that? George Bailey. Why is he here? Why are you here? I don't know. You invite me here. He's making violent love to me, mother. <laughs> <laughs> and the mum's fuming. She hates him for like no reason. I don't think why. He's the nicest guy. He's like the nicest guy, and everyone else in the town loves him except you, lady. Literally, it's so, like. So grow up. Right. Never hear from her again, do we? After no, they're married. You see, like, you see her at the wedding, but that's like. Cry, like why is like, she done yeah, this? Yeah, just like for no reason at all. But like, the, so the thing that confused me is when Sam rings about the factory, mm-hmm, and he's yeah. like, "I've got the opportunity of a bloody lifetime for you, mate. We're gonna make plastic or whatever." <laughs> Which I, well, I mean, obviously, I mean, works in the war. Yeah, <laughs> very forties. I love it. Yeah, it is, um, isn't it? We're gonna in the plastic industry. The plastic industry. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he's like, um, George turns it down, and then kisses Mary, and then it just cuts to them getting married. And I was like, well. Surely they'd they'd like start kissing and stuff if if they were really excited because he just got the business opportunity of a lifetime and he was gonna make loads of money because he doesn't go for it does he? No. So why did he get really excited and get married and start kissing? He just gets fuming and was like, I don't want your bloody plastics. Because you can look at that in the sense of like he because if he does move, then the loan firm's gonna close because he's the only one keeping it afloat because Harry's not staying Mm. and. He kisses Mary. I read in the sense he kisses Mary because he's just like throwing caution to the wind. Mm. Fuck it. I love you, Mary. Yeah. And then they get married because then Mary stays with in Bedford like, Falls. Yeah, and like, now he's happier because yeah. at least he has Mary mm. in Bedford Falls. Yeah, I agree. So that's the yeah, one okay. thing making Bedford Falls worthy for him to still stay. Yeah. Because you might be like, I'm one out of my town. But what if there's that one person in that town that makes you yeah. wonder, you know what? You're the one reason why I... You're going to keep me here? Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can bear everything else if I'm with you in this place. Yeah. With that it. makes so sense. That's good. Because I've got you. I've also got you as well. Um, uh, The moment where George and Mary first kiss... By the way, I love that. Just It's just a shot of them on the phone. Obviously, it's yeah. mostly Sam just talking and then just close to each other. Mm. It's so sweet. And you've got that softener effect with it. 
I um uh, Mary uh where George and Mary first kiss make a romantic cynic like me wish I had a Mary in my life. It does that yeah. wonderfully, doesn't it? It's like it's like you can be a cynical about anything, about yeah, but, love or anything. But you see that you go like, oh, that's, that's sweet. Bloody, that's that it's is lovely. Excellent. Yeah, I buy exactly why they would be doing it as well. It's not oh, like, yeah because I mean, I like when Harry met Sally, but I never thought myself to myself oh. where it's I never thought like I've only seen it once, but I thought myself. Mm. I mean, yeah, they got together, but I never bought that they should be together. I don't know why. If okay. That's just thing. I mean, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I, I mean, I, again, I, I like it. it but also, heart. like, even like, because there's even situations where, like, imagine Annie Hall, spoiler for Annie Hall, if yeah. they just got together, if they just stayed together. Yeah, it no, wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, work. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't make sense. wouldn't work at all. And I mean, I've had this, argue, not argument, I've had this discussion with you mm. about how I don't buy Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone's relationship in La La Land. I don't, but okay. And there's other rom coms that you or like romantic films as well where you can look at when the sense that they get together because yeah. the script says you need to get together. Say, yeah, and yeah, whatever. Um, but here it's like, just, just it's like when they are together, it's like just kiss, just goddamn it, just mm. get together, please, please. And then they did, and it's right to the wedding, brilliant. Yeah, straight away, cut to the chase. Because the narrative is almost like we're watching the film as if. Well, like how Clarence is. Clarence is getting told about George Bailey. Yeah. Like we're getting told about George Bailey. So we're seeing mm. just like you wouldn't be told a story about they kissed and then they ended up going on a first date here and then blah. You would just be they got together here and then eventually got married years later. Yeah. Like you don't need all the other BS in no, there as well, no. which is a brilliant way I'll tell that. The story structure is how a friend would be telling you a story. Yeah. Which also also has that warm feeling to it in the sense of like, you know. You're listening to a mate telling you a story with it. Um, right. Again, here's another moment where you're saying about how um, uh, they're just crapping on George. Mm. We're going to be going on, you know, he's with Mary and they're still living in Bedford Falls, but it's like, oh, we're going on honeymoon everywhere. Oh, God, yeah. And then it's like, the the loan firm is fucked. So then he has to stay yeah. and he misses his train and all that. And then he, ah, uh, it's, it's the moment, it's like, and he pays with his own money because that's but, all he can but, do. But what I liked was that Mary understood and it was her that started offering out the money in the first place. It wasn't George. It wasn't George. It just went, Mary, give me the money. Yeah. And then just instantly, she just she, goes. She was like, how much do you need? And then George's like, yeah. yes. And then it's, I, that's a really well-represented relationship. Yeah, which shows like Where they the, both benefit each other. The other half completely understands and mm-hmm. is not going to be pissed off with the person when they have to do yeah. what they have to do. do yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Like that's that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked that. And I didn't notice until um, Potter mentions it later on that that was the depression happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. N- Technically, it is. Technically, it isn't because it is mm-hmm. still Potter's firm's trying to buy him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they survive it. But I think it was him using the depression that was happening. Mm. And Potter had already gotten out of it. Yes. And was like, right, okay, well, whilst they're on the back foot because the depression's happening, we'll just fucking get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, again, that was a really nice showing of community. Oh, yeah. A, a really good showcase of everyone else because I think, is that the first time Martini shows up? I think so. And then he's a character just throughout. Oh, brilliant. Like, it's him, again yeah. just like introducing loads of characters who come back for the final scene, obviously, which we'll get on to. Yeah, sure. yeah, but yeah. Again, just that sense of community. I love it. Yeah, I love I, it so much. And I also got Jimmy Stewart's a goddamn treasure. It's the bit. It's like, we're still in business. And he's yeah. there with the two. He's got the two dollars. He goes, 
shut the door. We in. We did it. <laughs> it's like I, I love him so and he's much. He's like, we're two dollars left. It's like, it's like mama dollar, papa dollar. <laughs> yeah. If you want to stick around, I should hope you have babies. Is <laughs> the da 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 da. da. <laughs> The thing that I really liked about this, uh, I it usually does my head in, but they're like, ah, bah, 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 all that stuff, like in the forties, in every film in the forties, it's like that. It's everyone sort like, hey, bah, 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 swing. I think, I think it's Jimmy like, Stewart like does it, but it but he, it's really his well. thing. I think it's yeah. just it's just the Jimmy Stewart thing. Yeah, and it's like, it's like he goes, ah, right. Wait, wait, I'm married. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, he got married that day. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got Mrs. Bailey on the phone. Now he's like, Mrs. Bailey, no, I want my wife. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, Mr. Ben, that is my wife. Love it. Yeah. Really good. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, and then the, um, I got here, the dinner honeymoon in the rundown house is such oh. a lovely ex, um, yeah. encapsulation of the message the film conveys. It made me crave rotisserie chicken. Make it the best of a terrible situation. Yeah. That's like... 100%, yeah. That's how, I, uh, that's how I look at it there in the sense of it is just such like a... We're in, in this shit house. Pennywise's leaks, house. From but we've yeah. here with the dinner. You got Bert and Ernie singing. Yeah, <laughs> Bert and Ernie. Not the puppets, the regular guys. <laughs> the hat just... Oh, the hat's so good. That is something you would only see in a film. That is like the only kind of slapstick you would see in a film in the in the forties. And the and then just yeah, he tips his hat to him. And I love the bit at the end as well where he comes in and kisses him on the head. I got and it. Newborn just slaps his hat down. <laughs> it's so it's, good, it's, man. It's, what it, a you could cut that scene off, oh but like God, yeah. I need you would need that in that. But it's so funny because I got here like Bert and Ernie are incredible. Yeah, it's no, just like that. So it's, good. It's a, <laughs> no, As a duo, they're fucking brilliant. But they're not like, oh, blah, 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 blah. They're yeah, not, no, they're, they're not, not, not the like, comedic relief, but it's like. No, they're not like Laurel and Hardy when they keep no. showing up. Like every single scene they show up, they have to show up together. Yeah, yeah. Like you, get, you see Ernie like, on his own. Like we see Ernie on his own, we see Bird on his yeah. own. They're both two, they're not like walking together. One of them taxi driver, the other's a police officer, but yeah, they're but, both mates. And I think, again, showing them on their own and then showing them together. It implies they have friendships outside of what we yes, see, which yeah, again yeah. is just—it's weird to say for a film like this because it is small scale and it's just a, a nice personal story. But world building—it's so—it it, is. It, it, it really is. is. It is yes, world yeah, building it in the script, which is genius. Yeah, because we know like Bedford Falls feels like its whole entity. Yeah, and if it, we we get to know Bed Bedford Falls has this character to it mm. that we all know. Yeah, like when like it happens to me every year when I revisit the film for this time of the year usually i mean it, it i get emotional whenever last night i got emotional when i first watched it because i'm like it was the first time i'd seen it just at my home for the longest time because every yeah. time i was in the classic cinema in time side i'm like and i start getting emotional about cinemas not being open and again i was like damn it but then it's like but to me it's like you have that home feeling with it with bedford because to me now whenever i go in the classic cinema in time side and the opening of uh, It's Wonderful Life, it almost feels like I'm back in it's this like, nice, nah, homely area. Yeah. And that would be the same like when you watch Bed uh, the film, and it's like Bedford Falls. Fuck yeah, yeah let's get to it, mate. Where's I mean, everyone? Yeah. George, right. Bert, Ernie, there's Violet, look at her, yeah. Mary, and all that stuff. Martini, it's, mate! <laughs> oh, mate. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, again, to make reference to Gremlins, it's something that I've seen a few times in films, this kind of sense mm. of community, but I don't think I've seen it 
Off the top of my head, I can't see any. I can't think of any film that's done it as well. Days and Confused. Because that's the only uh, other yeah, film Days I can like. It's the only job, other but... film I can put it at equal value yeah. in the sense of because like, I mean Gremlins does it and it does it well because yeah. anything that Spielberg does is going to be charming. But I mean, he didn't even do that. But he was producer. Mm-hmm. But um, that has that vibe of like you have the the horrible lady that doesn't like the dog and all these people that you know around the town and they get attacked and you see them getting attacked and all that kind of thing. Like, it, I've seen it happen before, but I don't think I've seen it done quite as well mm, yeah, as yeah, this. Yeah. Um, this is at the point where George turns down Potter's job mm. offer. George Bailey is seriously one of the best characters. Like, at that yeah. moment, it's like, it's not just Jimmy Stewart is great, because he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he is. Film. But, but George Bailey yeah. is like, you need to talk about George Bailey in the same light as we talk about best characters, as in Luke Skywalker, yeah. Indiana Jones, um... Any other classic character you can think of, George, George Bailey's in there. there. Yeah. Because he's just so... And even like when he moved, we, we get introduced to uh, Bailey Bailey Park. Mm. Uh, and that moment where they, like, again, him and Mary, they're a proper they're wonderful a power team. Couple, yeah. In the sense of like, bread, so the house will know no hunger. Yeah. Salt, so you'll always have flavour. And wine! Yeah, he's like, Oi. <laughs> And everyone's like, yes! And then Martini's so, it's like, I bought a house, yeah. get in! And they get out of the little shack with their five biz- bazillion kids. So and I mean their about him being like, <laughs> he's like loved by everyone for just being a top bloke. Yeah. And I love those kind of characters. It's the reason that like um, the character of Peter Parker means so much yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's one of when those those characters that you get every now and again are just so convinced, like convincingly selfless. Mm. Like yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. sense, and and. and it doesn't seem cheap. It doesn't seem pretentious or foggy or anything like that. It's just... because well, we And also what helps, you know. he's not just, like, happy for the sake of being happy. Yeah. It's like, in, like we even get... I think he got Bailey Park. Mm. He, mo- he moves people in to better places. Potter's like, fuck's sake, George Bailey's really, like, catching mm. up with me. And in the exact same moment, Bailey's like but I'm still stuck in bed for yeah. fucking... Because it's like, he married Mary, and he was like, maybe that's what I need to help me get through this. And he's mm. like, but he still has that hint of like, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. It's like Sam Wainwright goes, and it's that moment where he just kicks the car door. Yeah. For me. It's like, like, why am I ha- not... Ha- that's it- the best... I'm only thinking about it now. You can look at this as like a really cool early representation of mental health in the sense of like... yeah. You can have so much success no matter what. Mm. You may be like, that's the thing that's wrong. That's the thing that's making me upset. You get the thing that isn't we'll making count that, yeah. And then it's like, but why am I still upset? That's almost what yeah. George's frustration is, and is. He's almost like, why am I still not feeling happy here? And that's why very, am I? Like, that's and, very true and, and, and realistic. But I mean, from, from my own experience, I'd say that's incredibly realistic. Yeah. You have these things that you think are the cause of it in the first place. They get remedied. It's all sorted out. And you're thinking, well, why am I still yeah like this? Because you, know? you look, you because you on a surface, like, why is George going to Potter? Again, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. But he's still like, but I'm not. But yeah. Why? Maybe yeah. I need to just work with Potter. Maybe that will be the best thing. Mm. And but yeah, but again, it's that moment where he just goes, um, he shakes his hand and he looks and he goes, what have I? What yeah, am I? What have what, I done? What am I getting yeah. myself into? He goes, you're not. He basically says. Fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> no. You're the worst, which he is. Potter yeah. is the worst throughout this film. 
And he goes to his assistant. He's like, you know what? And you, you're also the worst. He's like, well, he hasn't really done much. And then he he's opens walking out, and he's like, he's like the bellboy or something. It's, 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 it's like, it's like, like you're it, the worst. It's like the, just the random lady. He goes, and that goes to you too. And yeah, it's, it's like, what? It's like, what? What is what? I also love the fact how he walks out with the cigar. He just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, he, he says the fuck you. He's about he's about to pull it down. Then he looks at him. He's like, you know, you know what? I'll take this. I also love it. It's like, you're 28, George. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, no, he's not 28. He's like 56. I know times in that, but like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus. Um, the story of someone who has dreams and ambitions feeling stuck in one place is a great punch in the emotions. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It, that, that's where it is for me with that. It just, like, that's where it is, I think, with it. Like, that is really the grip and point of it. Because again, mm. you can look at it and goes, well, is it even a Christmas song? Because it's not always Christmas, but it's like I don't think that needs to mean Christmas. Because it's the f- it, it's, it's the it's end got message that, of it. It's got that feeling. It's of got Christmas the feeling overall because of because of that sense of community. Yeah, which I'm gonna keep saying. Yeah, <laughs> and I got here. Every character dynamic is flawless. The actors' chemistry is uh, a big praise. In the, mm. A big praise to the cast and director. Yeah, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who Excellent cast job. this film, but. It's the moment for me where, I, where it really clicked with me where you go, it's after the war thing. Mm. Which I love. It's like the war had to get mentioned and brilliant way to mention it. We didn't get a whole scene of like, no, you know, we just got like... And I think it's it's perfect as well that you've established... We're in the real to, world with this. Yeah, and like up to, the, up to that point, it's the, all the characters have been established, what they are, who they are, what they're going for. That's when they start listening. Ernie the taxi driver parachuting in France. It's like, fucking yeah. hey, Ernie, yeah. mate. And then yeah, it's like, well... And, and I think it's really perfectly written in the sense of like, yeah, that's what that person would be doing. And he would be doing that. Um, of course, Harry's like this amazing fighter like, pilot bloke hero, who was like, like you know, a sports, like, yeah, who, like who was bringing on his top class sports yeah. and all that. Yeah. And like, stuff like that. And then it's like, and of course, George is still stuck at home. Yeah. Because of, of his co- ear. Because of course he is. Because he yeah. couldn't do it. So he just had to be a yeah. Even when it was mandatory for men to, to be fight, there, yeah. he was still stuck. Which, because you can look at that as like, why was the ear a thing? goes, uh, that's yeah. why. And how did the year happen? From saving his brother. Yeah. So from being he, from being selfless. Yeah. Again. Yeah. It's not like he was being an idiot and yeah. got hit in the head or something. Yeah. Or like someone beat the shit out of him because or like that's what happened with his ear. Yeah, no, it was an act of heroism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bit him in the ass in the long run. But which it was is all of his entire life in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but, know? It, but it's the moment where I was like, God, the characters are so great. It's when he goes like, Hey, have you seen the paper? And then it shows the headline, and then he goes like yeah, it's snowing today. And he goes, it's not cold. <laughs> what do you mean it's snowing today? He's like, I'm, I'm kidding. kidding yeah. And then in comes Mr. Gower. Yeah. <laughs> Who is still... Right, okay. Is this a good time to mention yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Right, okay. Um, everyone in the town's a vampire. <laughs> I am absolutely 100%. It's the older people. It's the old people, yeah. Yeah, because I think my... Okay, my theory overall would be... <laughs> because we know that spiritual and magical things exist in this world because... Heaven is uh, Heaven angels, and angels yeah. and whatever. Who's to say that demons don't exist and by association <laughs> vampires, right? Because I'm saying a cult of vampires came here in, like, the 1800s, right? And they, they set up and everything. And um, some of them are still about, but there was a big, like, civil war in the town. And some of them were killed off and the humans started anew. And buried the history of vampires that's no, so that no mm. one would know, right? You got Mr. Gower. Who and then you get Mr. Gower, who is definitely a vampire because he's been he's alive for like fifty years in this movie, and he's sixty when it starts. Mr. Potter, as well, <laughs> doesn't change. He's a vampire. He looks the exact same when he's in the carriage with little George, being like, "Oh, it's Mr. Potter." Yeah. And then you just see him 
talking to George about business transactions. Yeah, and he's the exact same. You see him in the in the end of the, uh, the very end of the movie. The last time you see him is when George is saying Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. To everyone. He's sat in the room and he looks exactly the same as he did when George was a child. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, Happy New Year, whatever. And it's like, you, you're immortal, aren't you? Because... <laughs> At this point, Jimmy Stewart looks like he's like 40 anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it looks like it's been about 35 years. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's like 60 when it starts. So <laughs> so I'm just saying, vampires. <laughs> calling it. Um, right, and here's the thing here. Mm -hmm. When Uncle Billy loses the money, it is just devastating. Damn it, Uncle Billy. It's you, because I, I see it happen now. Now I know the actual yeah. thing, because he's got the paper and then he just folds it and he just, it he just straight up calls. Uh, Cole Potter and Nazi, basically. which is good, um, which is which is excellent. And he's like, well, "Hey, Potter's what? Not?" It's like, well, "Hey, the Bailey's ah, uh, we." And then he goes in and he goes, "Fuck, where's the money?" Yeah. Oh man, and it's the. Um, it's upsetting because he's so chuffed with himself for his joke as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's so buzzing with himself, and then it's, it's instant heartbreak. The bit after. where um, they're at Uncle Billy's house, mm. and George is just like a. Where'd you just where'd you put the money? Yeah. This, do you know what this means? This means bankruptcy, scandal, prison. Yeah. One of us is going to jail. It's not going to be me. And he just walks out, and I just get chills in the sense of like, oh no, George, mate, come on. Um, do you reckon Mr. Potter ever gave him the money back? I don't know. Probably not. No, probably, probably not. not. Probably not. If anyone's got the Christmas spirit, it's not going to yeah, be. It's not him. <laughs> it's not him. He was inspired by uh, Scrooge. Oh, Definitely. that makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, uh, George at his home after Billy loses the money had me on the brink of tears. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can tell you, I've been in a similar situation. Not the exact sim I mean, in the sense of, like, I'm just not happy. I'm not in a good mood. Yeah. And now I'm surrounded by people who's just like, Oscar, be happy. How amazing is everything? And I'm You're just like, like it's not. And he's keeping so it in because he's like, because he's always had the mindset, like, just don't whinge. Just yeah. Because that's what he is. Yeah, yeah. George Bailey's never like, don't whinge for yourself. You just figure it out. Mm. Just sort out yourself. Yeah. But it doesn't help when he's just... It's the moment he walks in and he, he has his son. He's just like holding him just in tears. And he's crying. Oh. And Mary notices and she's like, oh shit, come to the kitchen. Oh, it's rough. And then he just starts... And the kid as well. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you what? I burped. Shut, <laughs> shut up, kid. Uh, but that that annoyed me. Like, oh yeah, shut up, kid. Go upstairs. And then he goes like, "Why do we have so many kids? What's the point?" Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then Mary's just like, "What's wrong?" It's because it's like, all right, it's clearly like, all right, what's the issue? Yeah. Why are you whinging about everything that's happened? Like literally everything. It's just, uh, he's like, I, it made me kind of uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. Because you're watching it like, oh no, this yeah. this is he's gonna like. You know that he's going to blow up at some point. When he does, it's horrible. Silence. It's so bad. And, it's, and he's like, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like instantly feels so bad. Uh, yeah, because um, yeah, I got being surrounded with happiness and joy when in a bad mood can cause a worse reaction. Yeah. And this film is the best portrayal of that. Yeah. Punch Drunk Love does a brilliant example of that as well. There's a moment mm. where Adam Sandler is just, he's in like a situation where he just like isn't happy. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, and then he just boots windows, yeah. and, he's, and they're like, what I the need fuck? To, I need to see that film. Uh you would like it. Like, I think it, yeah, it, that'd be it your thing because it comes up so often to me as well yeah. that I need to, I need to watch it. That would be point. your type of thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, that works wonderfully. 
when we're in the bar, when George starts praying the bar, uh, on the bring of tears, Jimmy Stewart, and I go, Jimmy Stewart and John Cazal are the only two people to get me that emotional from praying. Yeah. Good on them, you know. Which like, then made me sad because then I thought, when John Cazal had very Jimmy Stewart tendencies with his performance. They yeah. were, they, they're quite like similar yeah, yeah. in their mannerisms. And no, stuff, I can see that. Which then got me sad and sense like, fuck, imagine if Cazal didn't die. And, like, we could have had, like, he could he could have been the new Jimmy Stewart in that sense. Oh, my God. Because he had that, like, kind they both have this kind of, like, um, real charm to them. Yeah, but everyday John, it, charm. Not like, well, you're drop dead handsome. But yeah, like, it's not like a gosling charm, but it's like a but it's like, you're a real person that I could meet on the street and go for a pint. But it's also like I also definitely would not be surprised if you got many lasses fancy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that's like just yeah, from yeah. how like lovely of a bloke you are. Mm. And that's like but like when he's praying, oh man. Heartbreaking. Yeah, and then he just goes gets punched. <laughs> and the, oh god, yeah. Which I, he was a bit. He was a bit of a. Oh yeah, yeah. To, to Miss Welsh, or she, she hung up. Well, I'll hang her up. Yeah, it's like whoa, now George. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Just, it's like, yeah. You probably deserved a punch there. Mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. And how did he know that he'd sent the daughter home half dressed? Like what? What? Well, because um, because um, Mary said when Zuzu had a cold, and he's like, how? What happened? Yeah, and then. Mary said, Zuzu won a flower, and she walked home, but she didn't want to crush the flower, so she had the, her coat open. Oh, okay. That's not the teacher's fault. No, it's like, Zuzu it's like, like, well, that should be like, you know, it's like, well, you shouldn't have, like... Yeah, that's done. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I go on quotes. I haven't got any point to make of this. Just, my great-grandfather planted this tree. I don't know why. It just made me chuckle. <laughs> Crashes into of all the things to be <laughs> of all the things to be upset about. It's not the fact that he just fucking totaled his car in front of your house. Like my granddad planted that tree. What are you playing at? <laughs> what? You... And he's like, move your car. I can be annoyed. I can understand that annoyance. Oh, but, yeah, okay. but, but why wouldn't he be like, let me phone? So like, right, you stay, you idiot. Let me phone to get someone to help. Yeah, you let move me go this. get the police. Yeah, or something. But he's like, no. My great grandfather planted that tree. Get your priorities straight, man. He's like, "How dare you?" Yeah, is it grow up? Man. <laughs> I don't. It's it reminds It reminded me of my cabbages. My cabbages. <laughs> my great grandfather planted this tree. <laughs> oh, my lucky coats. My lucky. I hope that. Oh well. Well. <laughs> well. Um, and then I got here. Um, the rest of the film, I'm gonna put my pen down and let the film speak for itself. So let's just talk about. Let's the just rest talk about the ending. The, the, the whole like God. part. I was misty-eyed through the entirety of yeah. this section. The entirety of it. <laughs> One thing I mean. <laughs> right. So we don't need we don't need to go beat by beat with it. Yeah. With it all. I almost got emotional when it's like, oh, he's thinking about killing himself. This is a PG film, and there's themes of suicide and depression. It's not great. In this Christmas it's not, it's not PG want, film, it? <laughs> but it doesn't like. It's not like Jesus. That's dark as fuck. It's still like. Oh yeah. Works with it, but um. But yeah, um, one thing that made us laugh, you laugh and then got me a chuckle when mm. you mentioned it, it's when he gets thrown out of the, uh, him and Clarence get thrown out of the bar, just mix. And then- oh my God, right, okay, yeah. So there's the bit in this film where he's like trying to convince everyone and be like, because he, he doesn't understand what's happening. He's all like, Nick, Nick, it's all right or whatever. And then Nick's all like, how'd you know my name's Nick? That's something I don't like about you. 
and then he chucks him out. And the bar, which he also earlier in the scene, Nick goes, what are you talking about? I'm the owner of this bar. Never, yeah, because he goes, never where's Martini? Ma- you want a Martini? No, where's the boss? Where, where is Martini? Uh, no, where's he's the like, manager? I'm the boss. I'm the manager. Yeah, he's like, I'm the manager. And then he keeps referring to him as Nick. And he's like, how do you know my name? And then when they get thrown out, big fucking sign on the front of the bar that says Nick's. <laughs> Nick's bar. And it's like, well... What do you mean, how do you know your name's Nick if you're going, I'm the boss of this place? I just love how it's just like, as well, like how, like we see Martinis, he's got this nice cursive font, right? Oh, yeah, it's lovely. It's aerial. Yeah, it's just Nick's. It's just just an aerial font of Nick's. Yeah, no. It's not Nick's bar and food, or like Nick's hard lick. It's just Nick's. Yeah, no, it's like, (laughs) it's like one way you imagine like a real weird Cockney bloke saying it. Nick's. And I also love the bell, he's just like, I'm not sure if you noticed it when he's, uh, when he, I think you'll laugh at this point. He's pinging away at the till. He goes, hey, look, I'm giving out wings. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Christ. I love that, like, but one thing I love as well. So when George was alive, Nick is a nice yeah. bloke. He's, you know, chill and, you know, he talks yeah, like yeah, normal. Like, guy, yeah. If George wasn't around, Nick becomes an arsehole and just really New York. Yeah, he gets like an accent. <laughs> Wait, if if, if, George, if, if did, George never existed, how did George affect that? <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great point. I never even noticed that. Did George like know him from being a child and like send him to another? Like, how did this? Also, did hey, did Mart did Martini never exist? Yeah, what? Oh, but he might have still been in the slums. He might still be uh, living. In, he might not have gotten a chance to move out. Of I was him. gonna say, is he also a vampire? And <laughs> if, if if George's dad never had the other kid, he became a massive vampire hunter and killed Martini. Well, Martini looks like he's of the same breed as um, Mr. Gower. Yeah, like they look that like. That could make should, sense. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but the there's that continues. moment. Uh, what comes after that? He's walking down the street, and then there's Violet, who's just. Yeah, getting carted away in a car, probably yeah. for prostitution or something. Pro- looks like it, probably. yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, I can understand that if George wasn't around, that probably might have happened. Yeah, because he keeps her on, he keeps on the street. Yeah. Now, that's what like, I mean. Oh, that's a, that's that's a moment that I was going to say. That's one moment I was going to say. Because yeah. we were saying how Violet, she could have very well have been. I'm just the hot girl. Yeah. There's that one moment where she goes to George, being like, "I'm one, I'm moving out. Yeah, can you help me with money?" Mm. And then you know, the well, nice she doesn't even like she doesn't even come in for help with money. No, it's no, George it's, opposite. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, like it adds another bit of. It's like oh, they're all character. mates. It's not just like ah, oh, she's the town slut. Yeah, it's like. But then, and again as well, it's the this whole George wants to get out. But then you see he's not the only one that really wants yeah. to leave and feels stuck there because she clearly doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, and then that moment, and then and then he goes to Ernie. Oh yeah, and it's just that whole, just like <laughs> when when Bert's beating up the thingy, clowns. and he just disappears. Yeah, clowns. I love the bit where like, like clowns, what? clowns bites him. Yeah, you <laughs> he just bites him like massively. On George hand. pegs it, and then there's like he's wrestling. And he Clarence disappears, and he's like, oh, he's like Joseph, yeah, Joseph <laughs> <laughs> disappears. Ernie's Bert's like what, and then Ernie's like. I need a drink. I need a drink. He goes, where did you, where did he go? I need how we find him. And Ernie's like, nah, you man. deal with nah, that. Nah, man, none of that. You <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> Sorry. But Cla- I was getting serious Doctor Who vibes from Clarence. Okay. Serious American Doctor Who vibes. Oh, right, okay. I don't know why, but he was just like a real eccentric dude. Right, yeah, yeah. Loved him. Big, big <laughs> Clarence fan. Clarence is great. Yeah. Clarence is excellent. 
But um, obviously we get the moment with Mary, which, I mean, yeah, as we said, how did she... How did she get glasses? Fine. She looked older also. She looked it might have been just... Yeah, I don't know. It could have been just how she was dressed up, but, yeah. I mean, she... I don't know. Yeah. But then he... And then he punches Bert in the face. Excellent. <laughs> just excellent stuff. And then a gun shit. And then a gun fires. Yeah, then Never thought I would see a gun fire in It's a Wonderful Life. It always takes me off guard Bert, every time I watch it. Bert shoots at him. Just randomly. I always said, I always thought to myself, it's like, what if we just headshot at George there? Yeah. Like, what would happen then? Yeah, what would Clarence have done? He's like, oh. oh, 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 oh but he doesn't exist um, technically. So how does this work? Yeah, so maybe the bullet just goes through him. Yeah, is George a ghost? But no, because he can get grabbed. No, because he gets grabbed. So. But so does Clarence. So the ghost just... Mm. I don't know. I don't know the... This film... Uh, I don't know the logistics, but I don't care. The film doesn't need... This film isn't made for us to be asking the logistics of its universe. Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> last week for the... Uh, maybe last week, probably. My concept of time is beyond me. But uh, me and Julia were watching... It's uh, uh, About Time. Oh, yeah, I know. For watch the first it time. Yeah, I still didn't watch it. Great movie, but it's. I think I was saying this to her after it had finished. It's the it's the only time travel movie I've ever seen where I haven't once tried to think about the logistics of how the time yeah. travel works. Yeah. Because in that film, it doesn't matter. No, it's not about the time travel. And the same at thing all. with this. It's like it's, again, it's, it. it's not about More, that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I miss when films are like that. Yeah. That's a recent occurrence, though. That's a that's yeah. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a dawn of the internet. That is. Yeah, like you see, because you look in the two thousands. The two thousands even had stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's a movie. You see, <laughs> you see an Avengers Endgame, and I mean, spoiler alert, that everyone in the world saying it's the highest gross movie of all time. If you haven't, you're an idiot. Um, the time travel in that was talked about for like months. But after I like that movie I don't give out. a shit. It's like who cares? I don't give a fuck. Just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the moment where George runs back to the bridge, yeah, saying, "Please God, I want to live. I mm. want to live." And the snow starts coming down. And it's you when like if he's got a bloody, if he's got a bloody lip, I'm gonna flip out. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. Yeah. <laughs> it was excellent. And he's just so overjoyed. He's like, "Ah, wait, yeah. wait." Zuzu's pills! <laughs> yeah, he's like buzzing. And Bert's so confused. Merry Christmas, Bert! He's like, Merry Christmas? I love how the first thing he says as well is like, Bert, you better watch out, I'm gonna thump you again. Yeah. Like, he's gonna threaten him to punch him again for no reason. Like, he had a reason to punch him in the first place. Back. He's just throttle him again. But no, nah, it was great. And then, and then he then... runs to see his crash card. He goes, Yes! Yeah, he's like buzzing that he totaled his car on a tree. Sees Bedford Falls. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Merry Christmas, movie love, house. I that's love, the bit that I know from Gremlins because that's the only bit uh, that's in it. Merry <laughs> Christmas, movie. And I get him. I was like, oh, I remember cinemas. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I remember cinemas. Which that plays a little bit more to it because George, but we always take life for granted in the sense of like just generally yeah. like that. And I think especially with the COVID, COVID and all that, we mm. all took it very, we all, re I was like, fuck, oh, I remember the small yeah. things. Like I said to you oh, the God. other day, mm. I was like, God, I remember we, we could just hang out in communal and just bullshit oh my God, all yeah. night. When we could just like, and everyone just gather into a communal room and we'd watch a movie. Yeah, and we were just like, yeah, this is just a time. But then like, since now, I'm like, God, those were like really, it wasn't it even was, a year ago. Oh no. It was and just, it's like, God, I'm nostalgic for January. Yeah. How's that worked? But I think that's what also like this film plays. It's even more timely now in that sense, of course. It's like, oh yeah. In the sense well, like, again, it's like, when cinemas actually do properly open again, ah, mm. uh, uh, it's gonna be excellent. I'm gonna love it. Or I like cannot when, or, wait. Or like when my local 
pub that I always used to go to. When that's like, I could just go with Gary and Lewis and just miss, sit down. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I miss Fairmaid so much. Everyone has those moments. Either working there or just going there for yeah, a drink. And I guess it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a lesser example of the situation. Of course, it's like, well, if you did kill yourself, look at all the things you'll be missing. Yeah. In this situation now, look at all the things we're missing that we took for granted now that we can't have them. Yeah. Which I guess, like, and again, that's where the Christmas thing comes into it. Christmas yeah. isn't about, look at the decorations and look at this, look at this. The story it's, a, it's about the emotion, emotional gratitude towards everything, I think. I yeah. think this film does that wonderfully. Because again, you know, again, it's not a Christmas film until the very last 10 minutes, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. And, but... The whole film is a Christmas film because of the vibe and everything it gives off. Yeah. Runs up the window. Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter. And it oh, my God, it yeah. Well, then Mr. Potter doesn't even say Merry Christmas. just goes, yeah. And a Happy New Year. Yeah, and a Happy New Year to you. And then uh, and he walks in and he goes like, I'm going, I'm getting arrested. Isn't it wonderful? He yeah, he's like every, buzzing. Takes the Newell Post thing off. Loves it. I love yeah. that little running gag with yeah. it. With it all. Excellent stuff. And then, you know. Or the, then just the ending, man. And then the ending. The ending. It's a little bit... If that happened now, it would be a bit like, all right. Yeah. But, but, no, but you, it sets it up well enough to happen. Yeah, that's right. Like, mean. everyone would probably come in with just giving... Because we've established George Bailey does everything for everyone. He doesn't yeah. think of himself. He does everything for everyone. And he's gone through shit. Yeah. So much shit. But it's all a thing of, like, George, we're here for you. Yeah. And the la- it's the last, it's one of the last lines that it's in the book. In cla- it, this is the bit where I was watching with you because last night I wrote down, I was like, just finished the film. This is my sixth view. And, and it's the first time I bawled crying. Yeah. Today I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm sitting with Robbie in a vocal booth. Yeah. Watching on my laptop. Nothing's, it's not going to get me this. I've just watched yesterday as well. Not going to get and me. I again. Was, and I was going. And it's like, I was watching, and it's when you opened the, the Tom Sawyer book. And it was written, it was like, a just I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like, a, a man who has friends is never a failure or something yeah. like that. And then I'm like, Oof. and especially I think in recent ta- recent months of feeling down about, you know, getting overwhelmed with a lot of uni stuff, yeah. feeling down and stuff. And almost questioning the sense, not, I've, I've not questioned the sense of like, what's the point of living? But almost being like, what even am I fucking doing? Yeah. And then remember it. It's that remembering moment of like, nah, but I got mates and I got people who do care. Exactly. In that sense. And if I didn't matter, then I wouldn't have friends. And I think that's a true message that people do need to remember in the sense. Yeah. It's not a thing of like, well, people will be upset if you commit suicide. It's Because I think that's a bit like mm. harsh oh, on people yeah, to yeah. put that, not that pressure, but being like, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be special or you wouldn't have an impact on you wouldn't be irrelevant if you didn't have friends yeah if you didn't have people who care for you exactly i'm not saying if you don't have anyone for you then you should kill yourself that's not what i'm saying at all but But, like there's people who do have those these people who care and surround themselves to Mm. them and they just have this mindset of like what the fuck's the point yeah and And i think people do need to take the step back of being like everybody yeah it's like because it's like george if you weren't around Look at what would happen. Yeah. And I mean, no one can say for certain. It's like, if, oh, if I wasn't about what, what I, no one would give a shit. Because mm. I don't, like, it's like, if I wasn't about, if I never existed, I don't know what, uh, obviously, I don't know what my mum would have been. Like, I don't know what mates Gary or like Lewis or you or like yeah. other people that I've encountered. I don't know what they would be like. 
No. And you can never know that. I'd have a worse time at uni. I can <laughs> confirm that. I'd have a much worse time at uni. Yeah, I, it, it is true. Like, it, And people do need to think that. And I think that's what's special about this yeah. film. I think it's one of them where it's a film that really makes people just kind of... you just It makes you, when you're watching it, take a step back and think about everything that's going on. That's exactly what in it your is. Life. That's ex- like, it just, it's just... Take a step back and actually think about what you have around you. And it's like, you know what? I'm really appreciative for everything. Again, and that's where the Christmas feeling comes into it. It is a wonderful for life. Me. Yeah. That's what you need. That's, exactly. It's not just a cheesy little line of being like, no, oh, it's a wonderful life, though. It's like, no, when you, no, raise, I, when you think about the it. The pathetic, mundane, everyday stuff. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's m- amazing. And oh. life is truly fucking fantastic. Yeah. Because it exists. The fact we have it, it's incredible. Yeah. And I think that, and if anything, we need that feeling in 2020. Yeah. And who would have thought we can have that in a film from the 40s? Yeah, from 1946. That has a lot of dated things in it, but the overall essence of it is truly like... It's just timeless. Special, impactful. And there's a reason why people watch it every fucking year. Yeah. The reason, there's a reason why it's... Herald is a Christmas classic. What's well, my favorite Christmas film? Yeah. Personally. Yeah, I love Christmas Story. I love Miracle on 34th Street. Elf is well fun. Yeah. But, oh no, I'm also a big Jimmy Stewart guy. So there's so, that as well. What are you going to do? Yeah. But yeah. Final brief thoughts on It's a Wonderful Life before we move on to the other sections of the show. I think we have summed it all up there. Yeah. No. It's, I, have, I have nothing more to say nah. except it's just. It's an absolute wonderful It's experience. just a wonderful time. And I look forward to you watching it again more often yeah. as well. I think I will, because I, I think my plan is now, um, family, don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, like no, they, don't, they don't listen to it anyway. Don't they? Okay. Don't. Then so your just, sister, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know she follows the account. Uh, yeah, well, maybe then. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm, I'm going to buy I'm gonna buy It's a Wonderful Life for Christmas for the family so that we can all watch it together. Um, the baby, I'm sure, will be loving it and have some idea of what's going on. But other than that, we'll we'll Big be ups. enjoying it. But that that'll be the next time I watch it, probably Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. I think I'm going to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox and Christmas Day this year. I'll probably watch Gremlins. I'll do it every year. So that's, that's I tend that's to watch. Film I tend me. to watch a Christmas film on Christmas Eve and just a happier film on Christmas Day. Oh, okay, because I watched yeah. Coco one year on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, a good one. Whatever. I didn't watch anything last year. I watched Tokyo Godfathers, which is an anime film. Excellent. Anime, anime Christmas film. I watched Green Book for Christmas Eve last year. That's a oh, brilliant Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good That's a really good one. I think one. Green Book is a Christmas film in the same way It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas film. Yeah. In all honesty. Yeah, yeah. And I do think if Green Book came out in the time of It's a Wonderful Life, might be a bit more Loved. fondly looked at, yeah. in all honesty. Give Green Book time. I think people G- will love it Give it, it a more. chance. Yeah. because it's I, great. I, I really enjoy it. I think it. it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. But we're going to move on now to some sections yeah, known boy. as some trivia. Go on, let's have it. for a while. Let's do some bloody trivia, mate. I'm going to move my laptop over. No, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. I'm so ready. Right. Trivia. There's not... I think there's quite a bit, but I'm not sure. Right. For the scene that required Donna Reed to throw a rock through the window mm-hmm. of the... Granville House. Director Frank Capra hired a marksman to shoot it out on cue. To everyone's amazement, Reed broke the window by herself. She had played baseball in high school and had an <laughs> amazing throwing arm. <laughs> Imagine that, right? Go on, That's just fast. let her just, just... It's like, no, let me just... Done. Just excellent. That's spot on. Good on you, Donna. Fucking brilliant. I think this was her first role as well, Christ. from my understanding. 
Oh my god! How do you get that iconic of a performance? Yeah, knocked out of the bloody park straight away. The fucking Sydney Lumet or for his actress. Jesus. Just, yeah. That's excellent. Uh, as Uncle Billy drunkly leaves the Bailey home, mm-hmm. it sounds as if he stumbles into trash cans on the sidewalk. In fact, a crew member dropped a large tray of props right after. <laughs> Thomas Mitchell went off screen. James Stewart began laughing, and Mitchell quickly improvised. All right, I'm okay. Director Frank Capra decided to use this take in the final cut and gave the stagehand a $10 bonus for improving the sound. $10. $10 in 1946 is equivalent to nearly $132 in 2019. That's love. That just... But, like, I really enjoy that. Just... Yeah, okay. I like I like how oh, the director's yeah, dealt yeah. with it. With oh yeah, definitely as well. Yeah, but like That's hilarious. When you watch that back now, just think about yeah. that. I did that when I watched it with you this time. I watched. Yeah. it, I was like, "That's pretty funny." That's, that's, that's funny. Yeah, I really funny. like that. Um, James Stewart was nervous about the phone kiss scene because it was his first on-screen kiss since he returned to Hollywood after the war. Uh, under director Frank Capra's watchful eye, Stewart filmed the scene in only one unrehearsed take, and it worked so well that part of the embrace was cut because it was too passionate to pass the censors. Bloody hell. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. But, like, that's an interesting... I was like, oh, yeah, Stewart fought in the war. Yeah, it had gone away it would have been it. Yeah, yeah. 46, and this was his first... Yeah. Like, that's, which, that brings the intimacy and the uh, kind of, like, uh, nerves... Yeah, it, being was, it works yeah. really well. I think the authenticity think it, of it all. Yeah, and that yeah that makes sense actually, because it is a very authentic scene mm. anyway. Regardless, oh yeah, that, that really adds to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Frank Capra strove to make uh, scenes as real as he could for actors. Thus, the first kiss between James Stewart and John and Donna Reed was shot at the same time as the other end of the phone conversation with Sam Wainwright on a different set. Wainwright's New York office at RKO's uh, Pathy Studio. Huh. So literally, that those two scenes are happening simultaneously. simultaneously. That's really cool. Which like is, that. for that time, pretty neat, I think. Yeah, that's really neat. Even us now, we'd be like just two different yeah. scenes and sync it up. But that yeah. makes sense of when they're reacting. Yeah. You can hear him. Yeah, they're timing it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. No, that's great. Um, Sam makes a fortune in plastics while Harry becomes an engineer at his father-in-law's glass factory. Both of these come out of director Frank Capra's own education in chemical engineering. Capra himself was unable to find a job with his background, and like George Bailey, considered himself a failure for many years. Which really makes it quite a an art, an art. It's an auteur piece, if you look at it in that sense. Yeah. It really is. But it's one of like a, as an auteur piece. How did he get into filmmaking? I don't know. I mean, must That's have, really interesting. Yeah. I'll have a look into that. Yeah, that's but really, Frank Capra, really cool. basically is George Bailey. Yeah. Which makes that even which more is special, mint. I yeah, think. Yeah, I really like that. He made this film in the sense to make him feel mm. much more. But he was a writer, although there is some story about yeah. the writing credits and all that. But that's not in the trivia. That's something you can look up at another yeah. point because I think it bogs everything down at the minute. Uh, while filming the scene in which George prays in the bar, James Stewart was so overcome that he began to sob. Frank Capra later reframed and blew up the shot because he wanted to catch that expression on Stewart's face. That is why the shot looks so grainy compared to the rest of the film. Never even noticed. I didn't notice if I mean that. So. But that's... You know. right. I'll have a look out for that. Yeah. Um, even watching it a second time, I didn't notice it. Right, properly, okay. But yeah. Um... 
During the bank run scene, director Frank Capra rehearsed the scene between James Stewart and Ellen Corby seven, several times. When Corby's character was asked how much money she needed, she replied $17, which, in the, which was in the script. Just prior, to the, uh, just prior to the first actual take, Capra took Corby aside and told her to give Stewart an odd number, thinking it would be, be funnier. <laughs> which, uh, when she said 1750 to Stewart, he was taken off guard and, him, and impulsively kissed her, which was not in the script. <laughs> Stewart's spontaneous reply was so genuine that Capra left the scene in the final film. That's There's good. so much of this film. That Again, it's just like... Improv of people just having a good time. The set. crew feel playful. Yeah, it must have just been a really nice set to be on. It's not on the trivia, but there's one bit that I noticed as well. That if there's an on-set rap photo, apparently, yeah. of them all. And in the photo, Capra and Stuart appear twice. But that's what that was, because the camera would have to be panoramic. And for oh, a laugh, so they decided to run to the other that's side class. of the frame. So they'd be twice in the <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> they would... Oh, <laughs> that, that's excellent. Which is just brilliant. Like I think, like that sums it up wonderfully. I think as well. Yeah. Um, James Stewart cited George Bailey as being his as being the favorite character he ever played, but stated in several interviews that Harvey was his favorite movie he starred in. Uh, I've seen Harvey. Harvey with the imaginary rabbit. What? You remember when no Reece, idea. Remember when Reese made that joke about you being Harvey to Mike? Oh yeah. That film. Oh okay. Right. That yeah. Makes sense. Um. But apparently that's Jimmy Stewart's favorite film we've been in. Uh, the part of George Bailey was originally developed at another studio with Cary Grant earmarked for the role. When Frank, when Frank Capra inherited the project, he rewrote it to suit Stewart. Couldn't imagine Cary nice. Grant. Yeah, no. Cary Grant is like... Fassbender mm. to now in terms yeah, of... No, no, not even that. Goslin, I would say maybe. Yeah. Cary Grant, because he's funny, he can be comedic, but... Also, anyone but Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's Jimmy no, Stewart. Yeah, Steven Spielberg cites this film as one of his favorites, which makes so much sense. Yeah, to me. Th that makes a lot of sense. Makes so much that, sense. With, well, with the references to Gremlins that I was making earlier on. Again, I know he only produced it. Please don't attack me. Also, additionally, named by directors Rob Reiner and Edward Zwick as their favorite film. Yeah. Which yeah. Again, they can understand. Again, you it. can see that with like Princess Bride, which was a mm. Rob Reiner film. Yeah. Rob Reiner, who uh, Leo found a really newfound appreciation for the other week for some reason. He, he just suddenly was like, he's mint, you know, because he went through his filmography and yeah. all the stuff that he'd done. And was like, oh my God, this is like the most underrated man Stand in by Hollywood. me, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah. Princess Bride. Misery. Yeah. I think that's where he kind of like... There was some stuff that Leo was not caring about what he was yeah, saying. But, but yeah, yeah no, like stuff like that, I'm thinking... <clears throat> I love that when you find a director, it just turns out it's had an amazing yeah. career. And to be fair, Reiner was that for me at one yeah. point. I was like, oh shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, selected by the Vatican in the values category of its list of 45 great films. Oh my God. The Vatican love It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Very Christian. Speaking of the Vatican, we'll get to Stay it. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned, it. lads. <laughs> Um, James Stewart and Donna Reed reprised their roles in 1947 on radio, the first on the Lux Radio Theatre and then on Camel Screen Guide Theatre. In the Lux version, instead of putting Zuzu's petals in his pocket, George has a bell that Zuzu likes to play with. The Lux version aired in March. The Screen Guild version aired December 29th. So they re they just did a radio play of this. Donna Reed and James right. Stewart. Well, that makes sense because again. it's an audio cue instead of having it be the pedals. And could you hear? And you can't hear anyone else play George Bailey. Yeah. And 
no. Mary. Yeah. Imagine if George Betty was just like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's not the same, is it? As opposed to Jimmy Stewart's, there's my impression. I mean, hey, I think I did it a few times. Done one. I think I've done it a few times through this, through this whole podcast. We are missing the beat, lads. I don't know. We have done one for everyone, haven't we? Well, we? until we started noticing that we were doing it. Did so I do one for Dio? No, I don't know. Probably did a Cazal. What could I have done? What's a Cazal? Or a De Niro. I probably did a De Niro. Probably did a De Niro, I can't remember, yeah. though. Um, other actresses considered for the role of Mary Bailey were Olivia Day... Haviland, Martha Scott, and Anne Dwar- uh, Dwarak? Dwarak? I don't know. But Ginger Rogers allegedly turned down the role because she thought the character too bland when Rogers penned her autobiography. She questioned that decision by asking the readers, foolish, you say? I would say yes, yeah. foolish. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I couldn't imagine. I like Ginger Rogers. But Donna Reed and Jimmy Stewart. They worked really like, well. That's what, like, yeah, no, they, they worked incredibly yeah. well. Um, in one of the original drafts of the script, the character Mr. Potter didn't exist. Instead, George was shown a reality in which he became a powerful and corrupt politician. The climax of the film was quite different as well, as good George Bailey fought his evil doubleganger, a battle that resulted in the death of the evil George Bailey when he was thrown from the bridge. What? Wait, right, okay. So it was Superman 3, <laughs> is what you're saying to me. Robbie's just double checking that, right. audio listeners. What? <laughs> what? Imagine that film. What's evil George Bailey? Is it just George Bailey with a mustache? Yeah, I like to think that it's just like, you know, when they go to the mirror universe in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just got a little goatee to show that they're evil. They feel like fought, and then it ended with George Bailey throwing him. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work on any levels, like at all. Why do first drafts? Of fucking, it's like the original draft for Apocalypse Now, where I had Colonel Kurtz just gunning down a yeah, ship. No. I can feel the power in my loins. Yeah, exactly. Why did we have like? Was there a one-liner? I don't know. There could only be one Bailey, and then take a shot of Bailey's. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean. I mean, you came up with that on the spot, so I'll let you off, but yeah. that was terrible. Well, I wasn't going to think it. was literally like... I just... God, that, that's so stupid. That's so weird. I can't... I, I the, the, the duality of man. Yeah, I can't, I can't fathom that at all. The yin and the yang. It's just... It's the yin and the yang, and they're both Jimmy Stewart. What the fuck? Who are you? I'm George Bailey. I'm George Bailey. I'm George Bailey. I'm the good George Bailey. I'm the bad George Bailey. Yeah, he knows it. He knows he's the bad one. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this earlier. Can the real in, George um, Bailey please stand oh, up? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot to mention this earlier, but Pottersville is very much... Um, it's it's Hill Valley, but you know, in like Biff's yeah. future in Bats oh, yeah. 2, where every, every, every <laughs> single building is a strip club. Like every single one of them is a strip club or a casino. It is as well. It's, it's, just, just, <laughs> it's just streets aligned. <laughs> like how Pot was just a massive perv. It's like tits, tits, yeah. tits. <laughs> and the theater is booze, like, boobs, booze, boobs. The theater was just 20 women. It was all it was said that it was 20, showing. 20, 20, 20 women. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, no. Um, Henry Fonda was in the room to play George Bailey. Okay, but not. I mean, I love me Henry Fonda. Yeah, no, I. I think he's too he's too stoic for it though. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, in my yeah, eyes, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not he's not playful. Yeah, enough. Fonda isn't as playful, no. is he? 
No, but yeah. But they're probably mates, so they probably just said, oh, there's this audition thing, let's go together. Yeah. yeah. Just, in the running probably just meant like they both went to the audition. Yeah, they both I went. think they. I think it was said like they both auditioned for the same stuff all the time. Right, okay. So... Imagine a Jimmy Stewart following in there. No, that was mainly that was Fonda's thing from the beginning, wasn't uh, it? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 he yeah. was. He, he put that in. <laughs> Fonda produced it. Jimmy Stewart still got the role. Yeah, he's just <laughs> still got the role. Fonda's on set, like, how the fuck did this I'll happen? Like, yeah. <laughs> Christ! You see, I'm just saying it's possible. Oh, excellent! He's done it again. A knife, my Jimmy Stewart's on. It's not on fire. No, it's, it's good just, though. It's, it's there. Uh, right. And then the final bit mm-hmm. of trivia. In the original script, Clarence confronts Potter about what he did to George. It was to take place right after Potter yelled, and Happy New Year to you in jail. What would that have been? Would he just bust down the window and go like, you know what, Mr. Potter? You <laughs> piece of shit. I, you know what, I've stood by and watched you for too long, you prick. He comes in and beats into a, beats into a bloody pulp. Until there's just like the bodyguards just yeah it's just <laughs> beats him until he's just a red puddle on the floor. You're a warped, frustrated, You're an old <laughs> man. I want to see that. Cut. It's like that one bit in Drive in the elevator where he stomps the fucking head. I, I want to see that other edition of this movie. So speaking of other, editions. so not George versus George. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Clarence versus Potter. But speaking of other edition. We got negative letterbox reviews. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> we got. Oh yeah, boy. Right, fun, 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 fun. Yeah, all the holiday fun. In case if you're new to this, we in the intermission like taking films that have had mostly positive, uh, positive discussions. Yeah, we haven't watched a bad one. Well, we have. We've watched the deer hunter, but. Are you forgetting the other one? Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I was just keeping it a secret. Okay, I'm, right. I'm not going to mention its name until we have. Uh, to. But we're going to go through. It's wonderful. We're going to go on Letterboxd and look up the half a star reviews of It's a Wonderful Life. I can't see what the... F- I mean, maybe there might be people like, they try to rape that woman or something like that. But yeah. Uh, right. Let's see how much we can get in there. Was there any mustaches? Not really. There can't really be any. Yeah, like, had a five o'clock yeah. Yeah. There can't really be terrible mustache. Can't really yeah, no, we can't have anything like that. Right. Let's see what we can on find here. Too much jungle. Too much jungle, yeah. Well, I can't remember the best ones now. I was going to do a Hall mm. of Fame and I can't remember them. Figure it out. Um, there was one that I'm pretty sure was like, this movie's shit and so are you. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we'll see if any of them get to us this time. Uh, right. Half a star. This movie disgusts me. <laughs> no other. How? No. Voice Nothing else, just this movie disgusts me. Uh, half a start, this movie fucking sucks. What? There's one comment, hang on. Uh, watch this so many times around Christmas. Okay, thanks, comment. No, just, uh, right, thanks for I'll that. I'll watch man. this film. Cheers. Uh, half a start, this movie sucks ass. He should have a hero. He should have an heroes himself and save myself two hours of my life every Christmas growing up. What? Moving I on. thought he was. I thought he went. I, thought, I genuinely thought that comment was gonna go. This movie sucks. He should have had a hearing aid. I thought that's what. I, I thought that's where that was going. Man, it sounds like why didn't you just get a hearing aid? Everyone would have been fine. What the fuck? Everyone would have been fine. 
Because that's the thing. That yeah, because that's the thing that's wrong with him. George Hayes for first. I was like, that's what was doing my head in all this time. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't need marriage. I didn't need kids. Guess divorce. I didn't need, you know what? I can hear now. Fuck yeah. off, Mary. <laughs> oh my god. Um, half a star. I've never sympathised more with the wicked witch melting at the touch of water than when I sat through this. Saccharine con concoction? What does that mean? I have no idea. Okay, so I'm not just being No, daft, no right? I have no idea. Right, these reviews are just quite incoherent. I'm looking at yeah. the funny ones. The scene where George... Half a star. The scene where George holds his wife up in the air didn't occur in the film. Misleading poster. Wonderful lie. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. <laughs> that didn't sick. happen. That didn't happen. What the fuck? Okay. It's like the um, posters for the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. Oh. It's like a burning city in the background. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. Like, it's like, well, where was that in any of this movie? Um, half a star. Imagine having feelings. Wow. <laughs> that one proper tickled me then. Oh my god, that was only a spit take. <laughs> Imagine having feelings. <laughs> it's like he's calling him tragic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, half star. Okay, but you're not going to like it. She's just closing up at the library. Oh, Joseph. So it's just some Clarence quotes. But it's just doing star. some quotes. That's really weird. Okay. Um, oh, this is a rare bleak. That's not a lengthy one. Half a star. I fucking hate this movie. My least favourite Christmas movie. It's so slow and I don't like it. The costumes are great. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm not finished yet. The costumes are great. Mary got the thang on her, I swear to God. Rest of the movie sucks, I hate it. Come to think of it, maybe I just don't like Christmas. <laughs> what the fuck was that? was a full, like, arc. That was an arc of that man. God, that was excellent. Really well thought out one, that. Good on him. I'll come back to it. Good on her. Good on her, sorry. I'll, I'll see if I, I'll give credit if that's the best one, because so far that's the best one. We've... Mm. Half a star. Boring. Slow. Tiresome to watch. It's not a Christmas movie either, so yeah. Calling this a Christmas movie is like calling Lady and the Tramp a Christmas movie, just because there's a Christmas scene in it. It's not good. Nostalgia is the only reason why people remember this movie fondly. Incorrect. We yeah, got a boy who's just watched for the first time. And I bloody loved it, mate. So shut your mouth. Yeah. Over the, what's this person called? Aaron. I'm going to out him. Fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> Half a star. Absolute waste of time. Incorrect. Half a star. This movie's a fucking joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Half a star, no trolling, just hate this movie. Okay, and that's it. Right, so... Excellent. Okay, so the best one goes to... Lauren C. What was the one comment on this? You just... You, <laughs> just YouTube.com. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Why is it just a link to someone's YouTube? It's not even someone's YouTube. It's just... Oh, YouTube. it's just the website. <laughs> what? The one comment on this review is just YouTube.com. 
Anyway, Excellent. right. But- Lauren C with the review. I fucking hate this movie. My least favorite Christmas movie. It's so slow and I don't like it. The costumes are great. Mary got the thang on her, I swear to God. Rest of this movie sucks. I hate it. Come to think of it. <laughs> Maybe I just don't like Christmas. Lauren C, whose favorite films are The Atomic Cafe, Logan Lucky, the remake of Suspiria, and Carrie. So decent. So yeah, yeah, good on you. Lauren C. Okay. Right. That was negative letterbox reviews. Brilliant. Yeah, I love good that. ones. I, good I, ones. I, I, I missed this. Yeah. And um <clears throat> excuse me. And also We, we have keep, a few announcements. It's been great to be back, Robbie. Yeah. It has. But it isn't just a one off Christmas thing, is it? It's As not. of this when you're listening, watching this, this will be I think the seventeenth of December. It's the Saturday before Christmas anyway. Yeah. So that's when you'll be watching this now. We got a little bit of something. We got some things in the pipeline, haven't we? We're not going to say day dates or days or anything because mm-hmm. things might happen. Things might change. We don't know, but for definite, here's what's happening. Got a little bit of a series going to be happening. We're going to have starting things off with one commentary. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, I think the last Airbender one's back up. You can still listen to the commentary, the full commentary, the highlight video. It's been a yeah, bit, it's, it's we're in a bit of a highlight. Di- yeah, we're in a we're in a legal dispute with Paramount, which is <laughs> which we're not really helping us. With this exact, we're, well, we're yeah. jumping right into the same shark. We're going, going, going jumping right into Rip them because again. Because we do, we're going to be doing. Here it is. A commentary Ooh. for the Godfather Part Three Coppola cut. It's not called that, but yeah. it basically is that. That's basically what it is. Francis Ford Coppola recut Godfather Three, and he released it on Blu-ray, and we had to commentate. And, and uh, Oscar <laughs> pre-ordered it. We've got it delivered today. We'll be watching it tonight. And that'll be the first thing to you'll see within the, when 2021. We come, when we come back in 2021, in that'll January, be the first thing. The fir- and then what will follow will be four, 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 uh, four podcasts. podcasts. I don't want to... S- I can say them because... Yeah, we can say what they're going to be. The first one will be Citizen Kane. Yeah. That'll be the first one, which I've seen. Robbie hasn't. I have not. Some Like It Hot. Billy Wilder, Some Like It Hot. We, we both, both have seen. seen. Yeah. Quick little thing. We're not getting into it. Love it. Not the biggest fan. <laughs> the third episode will be on Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai, one of my all-time favorites. Never seen, seen it. And Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which yeah. I've seen, really like. Haven't seen it. Have Haven't seen it. Uh, but the reason for that is because I feel like we need to do more early films because we've kind of yeah. been stuck in the 70s. With, yeah. I mean, understood, but we're trying to like, I think we should branch into earlier stuff just to have a go. Mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life, for example. Uh, but also what will follow after the podcasts is we're going to do a video of our top 10 favorite films of 2020 yeah. UK release. So that'll be the last thing of that. And that would be a season two. Yeah. Um, the A side. Yeah. And then there'll be another thing which we'll get into there. But anyway, so the next video you'll see from us will be in January. And it'll we be our commentary this. on this 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 thing. little bugger. again we've we're still in, we're still technically in a dispute against Paramount for the last for the last and video, we're delving yeah. into this motherfucker and we're going straight in to rip him a new one to another with, Paramount with what's the official title the Godfather Coda the death of Michael Cole Mario Puzo's the Godfather oh, okay. Coppola's not even in any of the front cover I've just realised that does he not want his name on it no the definitive new edit new newly restored and re-edited by Coppola. So Wait, did Walt Merch not even edit this edit? Did Copeland go on Premiere Pro and then just do it himself? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just how much did Copeland get the .mov file? I was like, you know what? <laughs> right, okay. 
also, we so we we're watching this and doing a commentary on it. Um, we don't know what the changes are. There's it's is it like half an hour shorter? It because the film is about like two hours fifty seven. Is it the original? Yeah. This cut is, I think, two hours thirty seven. So there's like twenty minutes gone. Just gone completely. But there's a new beginning and a new ending. It says, yeah, it says there's a new beginning and a new ending. With never before seen footage. What the fuck is that? I don't, so we're very excited we're to see this. I'm, I'm very curious as to whether it'll still be fucking awful. But you'll see that in January. But you'll see that in January, so. But yes, so I'm going to say, because we've got, we've done well with time. It's only 10 Oh, we're spot on. We've got 12 minutes left booked into the sound booth. So what we're going to do, <laughs> Gonna say a very Merry Christmas to everyone. This was lovely. I love this. Yeah. Uh, great time. Ideally, I would have liked a better set. Yeah. In the sense of, you know, we would have, you know, Christmas okay. lights and stuff. I also wear the camera angle has been great as well, because you probably haven't seen my face for the majority of this. Yeah. But we're trying yeah. new things. Yeah, we, we, we were experimenting. We're trying new things. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen as well, mm -hmm. uh, I gave my thoughts on Mank. Quick little thoughts. I wouldn't say it's a review. It was literally I watched the film for the first time, then I busted out camera, and then I just talked about Mank for yeah. a bit. So you can see my thoughts on Mank as well. I'm also going to also once again promote Robbie's short film Bear Hug, which you can. Oh yeah. Which you can, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've made a short film, didn't I? You did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go watch that if you like. I mean, we um, both did, but yours is viewable. Yeah, mine. Yeah, uh, mine's on YouTube at the minute. Um, it's on the channel just called Robbie Sweetdale. There'll be a link. Uh, the, yeah, link in the description. Um. Enjoy it. It's not the finished version. Um, I'll warn you because we're sending it off to festivals and such in 2021. Um, a lot of it revolves around CG and visual effects, and I want to touch them up because the we we made the film in four weeks, um, and I did every effect myself, and some of them are better than others. Let's just say that. So uh, I do want to kind of refine them a little bit more before we send it off. But generally, you get the, you, you'll get the idea of what it is. Yeah, and they're all in place. It just needs to, you know, touching up a little bit. I enjoy um, it. I like it. Like, yeah. It's, it's so fun. if you could spare six minutes of your time to watch it, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. And all thanks to the cast and crew as well. Just wanted to put that one out. Cool. Except you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not joking. This is when we find out who watches these. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I'll slag off everyone. And we see should who start listens. doing that. We should just slag off people and see who actually and see, see who pays attention. <laughs> see if we go into uni the next day and if they're all pally with us and we go. Yeah, is that Clicked up. That's the best way, you know. Excellent. Fuck you. Yeah, and it's like, fuck you. They won't listen um, to this. You won't. Yeah. They won't listen to yeah, this. And then it's like it's like we see them and it's like why? Why? Well, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was um yeah, it was really good fun, stressful but great fun. So if you do get time. To spare, just just give it a little watch for us. I think it's like definitely 170 views or something. It's doing all right. About it's that doing now. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So we're dating it right now. We're dating this. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I want to wish everyone a very very merry Christmas. Yes, and we'll see you in the new year. And also, I didn't have a dad Oscar thing this time. No, here's my little uncle Oscar thing. Yeah, it's been rough for everyone. Yeah, it's been an absolute rough year, but. Let's also remember, like it's one of life, let's remember some of the better points as well. Because, for example, if it wasn't for, in all honesty, this pandemic, I don't know if we would have done this. No. In all honesty. Because no. this came about, this idea came about, it was after we did my episode, our 
the our podcast episodes, yeah. Amber Rowling and the individuals. I was like, you know, I had a well fun time talking with Robbie about that. And I was thinking to myself, I'll just have him on and we're rolling loads. Yeah. And then I thought of this idea of um because I always thought to myself, oh, intermission, that would be a fun like podcast name to mm. talk about like classic films and not all that stuff. And then just the one day where you went to me, oh yeah, I watched The Godfather last night, literally for the first time. And what do you think? And you briefly told me a little bit. Yeah. I went, okay, cool. And then I just had this idea of like, I've got this idea. Robbie doesn't like, Robbie hasn't seen quite a lot of classic Mm -hmm. films and stuff. I always, I I think there's not much of that on online, or at least not popular enough. I'm not saying we're going to bring it there. You know, I mean, we explained this in the first episode. There's loads of people talking about modern films, superhero films, Star Wars, Mm -hmm. but there's still not enough people really talking about the older stuff. Yeah. And I thought, why not just have us to bullshit about those mm-hmm. stuff? Have you watched new things? And also maybe have me watch something new every now and then. Yeah. I mean, the only one's been the Deer Hunter at the minute. Deer but, Hunter, yeah. You know, that, that, that's that. But also you can see everything we've done so far on this channel. That, it's, like, it's not even really an announcement thing. There's a slight little rebranding with the intermission. Not just yeah. the intermission podcast. Yeah, with the intermission now, um, it's just going to kind of allow us to do more content a bit more flexible with what we can i mean the instagram um handle is still intermission podcast yeah uh but on youtube we're just the intermission because of course we're going to be doing other thi- i mean there's commentaries we're trying we're going to be trying other individual reviews thoughts, yeah we're going to be having yeah uh reviews of certain films once I, if i've seen something um i'll review it you know mm. like, like what you did for minecraft yeah um, things like video essays, things like that. Anything we want to do in that involves film. Yeah, involves we'll be we'll be slapping up there. So, um, but also I don't want to try to restrict ourselves with certain things because we also get very busy with uni. But yeah, this is exactly. Spot, yeah, yeah. It's this is the spot we're breaking up for Christmas. Yeah, and yeah, by the time you've seen this, we would be broken. Anyway, my whole point of this whole thing <laughs> is, um, we did a slight rebranding. One thing, everyone, literally just everyone through this year, yeah. not who just supported. Uh, the intermission, but just anyone who I've known through this year, I've got to know, and it's been an absolute... Yeah. Again, 2020's been a fucking rough year. But when I think back, 2020 has also been pretty... You know, I've managed to make friends with a lot of really solid people in 2020. Yeah. Like, I, who I got to know in 2019, but I got to grow a bond in 2020. Yeah. And I just think that's a really special thing. I think people need to think more about that, like in the sense of like, 2020 has been fucking rough, but also think it hasn't always been rough. So and just think remember ab- that. Yeah, and think about what you did whilst it was rough. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what's that's what's made me happy with it, is that, yeah, we had a rough time of it with, with everything that was going on, but because of lockdown, we started doing this. Started doing this. Because of lockdown, I learned how to do Blender and VFX and stuff. Got a script written. With the, yeah, you got a script written. Yeah, that, you know, we're, like, that we're slowly starting. That to work we're slowly on. chipping away at. Yeah. So. Um. And yeah, so we got we got stuff done. Definitely. definitely. Um. And again, so my message to the people would just be, very much the message of this film, if you're feeling down at all, because it has been a shit time, you know, take a step back, look at the bigger picture of what's gone on, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. Definitely. And and enjoy enjoy it for what we have, really, you know. And with that... And with that, a very Merry Christmas to all. And we'll see you 
or the Godfather Part 3 commentary. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. We actually know a way to outro this show. Bye, Yay. everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs>